I was just me throwing stuff in there as Lex was like, hey, let's talk about this shit. And I'm like, what now? Like, every day you're like, dude, check this shit out. Check this shit out. And I was like, what the... And, and half the time I feel like Mitch thinks I'm like like on like one of those satire sites, but this shit is actually happening. No, I think you're just, <laughs> I feel like you found your own, like, um, the Inquirer, like you installed the app. <laughs> no, it's happening, And bro. you just scroll through that shit, and you're like, I'm gonna fuck with Mitch with this one. Bro, you wanna hear my... My most trusted source is gonna sound fucked up, but like Charlemagne the God and Joe Budden. Well, there is some. Hold on, hold on, Mitch Charlemagne. You need to hit record. Oh, I'm already recording. I've been. I, okay. I've done been recording. I trust them more than news oh. sources now. Well, Great. I was going to initially wanted to make fun of Lex for saying like his main source of news would be Joe Budden and then Charlemagne the God, but then I realized like what the other and I will giant air quote bigger than you can see. Uh, legitimate news sources would uh talk about and i figure you know what it's probably just as good i mean first i wanted to make fun of him but i'm thinking through it as i say this and fuck it maybe it's a good idea to listen to them maybe i should listen to them and i would be more less anxious i'm very anxious right now gentlemen i'm as tense as i've been he's he's very opinionated which is fine so you have to take everything he says with like a decent-sized grain yeah, of salt, yeah. but I mean, he d- he also isn't a liar, though. Like most yeah, of what he, he says, he's being real about it. He'll tell you the news first, and then he'll go into his opinion. That's why I like him. He won't just tell you the opinion, and then that's all you hear, like Fox or CNN. Because, like, at, like I said, like at one point in time, people have to realize that when you're going to two different news sources, somebody either has to be lying, exaggerating, or just it's all opinions. Yeah. I think most of the media or news we consume is opinion, more so than fact. Yeah, fact absolutely. is very little. Uh, it's the little bastard brother of the big bully that is opinion. So yeah, we, because- I feel like our lives are shaped by Twitter and all these comments. Like news stories are based off people's opinions that they put on Twitter. Like people are tweeting about this. Like that's not a story. That's a bunch of people sharing their thoughts. This right. giant turd. That <laughs> literally, like hashtag big turd trending. That's the news. Up next, is your toilet clogged? Sponsored by Roto-Rooter. <laughs> that's, it, that's it. That's a reality. Yay! That's fucking <laughs> insane. This is going to be the longest hard cut opening clip I've ever done, but that needs to be it. You can instigate a follow. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. Welcome, welcome. Episode 37 of Commonology 101, the podcast where we spend a bunch of time trying to slap together a Google Doc to structuralize what we're going to talk about just to immediately disregard it five minutes into the conversation. And as some of the more astute listeners who may have been with us for a little while might have already noticed, yes, I am already copposting old episode intros and we're only 37 in. Things are looking good on the horizon, people, let me tell you. But don't let me get into my old shtick of self-deprecating humor before I introduce the most important ingredient to this show's madness. With me, as always, the beautiful bastard from across the deserted corn plains of the Midwest, Lex fucking Godoy. Lex, how you doing? What's up, people? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, sober. For the first time in... Ever. Dale's so always like thinking it. when he's sober, it's bad. I don't like it. But we're here, baby. 
but before he gets too mad about the sobriety, I'm also very <laughs> excited to mention we have a returning guest joining us, the indomitably inquisitive host of Behind the Dock and Wayward Planet. The latter being one Lex and I had the privilege to be featured on the master of the mic, B.C. Wayman. Welcome back, man. Thank you, Mitch. I would assume you're drunk as shit, so I don't even need to ask you. But Lex yes. uh, is sobriety today by choice, by uh, happenstance. What is the uh, you made a He's point of right addressing uh, it? I'm just curious uh, if oh it's something no. you're trying to embark upon or if you're just out and you haven't got to the store yet. Oh, it is court ordered, baby. Oh. That's why I was like, uh oh. I've called him out. No, well, I mean, he could have just, he could have, he has a lot of ways you could sidestep that. Lex is a speaker of the truth, right? He yeah. doesn't hide behind that shit. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you go as far as little as you want to, but uh, that's interesting to note. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, we've talked about it on the, the podcast. I did like a whole episode on what happened last year, and uh, more so, I probably shouldn't be in trouble for it, but. Let's just say for the degree of what happened, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, yeah. you know, slap on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a details person. I'm good with that. Ironically, it had nothing to do with drugs or alcohol. I just, because of the, the terms. It was, of, it was tangential. Uh, well, yeah. uh, I think you sound just as fine, sir. Are you feeling good? You should feel healthy. When I take breaks from consuming any sort of cannabis or alcohol even for a few days i can feel it particularly alcohol when i stop drinking for a week or two i can feel my bones less achy i love alcohol but i feel better when i do not i am not not looking forward to whatever the age is you're at (laughs) (laughs) that sounds fucking awful like i still need to get my drink on and in uh, response to your earlier statement about my intoxication i will have you know right now i am wired on coffee Good for you, sir. Not yeah. the liquor. Yeah, you know what's crazy? No, what's crazy about uh, like being sober is like I'm actually more sleepy sober than I was like when I was like smoking bud and fucking drinking every day. That's called depression. But That's I, not good. Yeah, I didn't really like drink like per se every day, but like yo, when I when I did drink, it wasn't like I was drinking like hard liquor. I would do like wine. I was like, you know, I was a, I was a bougie bitch when I got off of work. Well, You're then again. Yeah, I, I mean, a bottle of wine is only like $9, 9 to, to $15. Uh, so but you're I, frugal and sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. If, if it, it just was a different type of buzz, man. I wasn't like going hard with a, a bottle of Jack Daniels every time I got off of work. It was just more so I have a glass of wine, play some video games, and relax and chill, write some comedy. Uh, and, let me ask you, do you have trouble falling asleep uh, upon the first or second day of it? I struggle heavily. Of sobriety? Yeah, when I go off anything, particularly uh, cannabis, I really struggle to sleep. Like, my legs start shaking, and I'll be up for hours because I feel like I need that, which makes me wonder if I have a problem. I've never heard of that. No, at first, yeah, and it was mostly because I was having, like, weird-ass dreams because my, uh, I guess my receptors weren't being blocked anymore. Uh, That was the second part of my question, was the dream stance, because I don't dream ever in two nights off. It's like a fucking like Christopher Nolan movie inside my brain. Like yeah, shit is no, weird and trippy, and I'm being inceptionized like, by Leo, and like, it's bizarre. So like, the dreams for Willy Wonka. Yeah, you go like, off if you smoke cannabis for a while and go off the dream cycle. It yeah, as, as Lex said, your synapses fire all differently, and it will. It is vivid and scary. Like I don't want to fall asleep, Freddy Krueger shit. It's oh, it's damn. frightening. Damn. Yeah, bro. like it's no like, smoke weed, kids. It's <laughs> 
it's like I kind of want to finish them sometimes because I'm like, yo, this shit is taking me down a rabbit hole that like it might inspire. Like I was, uh, I had a fucking weird ass dream, um, actually like last week, and I and usually I can't remember my dreams when I have them when I used to be uh, like you know a heavy uh, weed smoker, and. This dream, for some odd reason, was about, like, these fucking dolls. I was in a weird-ass house. Me and my girlfriend lived there. And she kept telling me I had to tap a box to, like, save it. Maybe it's because I've been playing video games too long. Probably. Uh, But there were, like, dolls in the house, and they kept coming alive, right? But when you looked at, like, when they would walk into the room, they would have shadows. And these shadows would have, like, fucking demon shadows, like, attached to them. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I should be running right now. (laughs) Oh, man, I should do something about this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, oh God, like I, sh- I probably shouldn't just be standing here, but it was like I couldn't move at first. And then it was like, you know, you, you it's like one of those dreams where it feels like when you're swinging. That's the worst. Yeah, I and like, I hate that. It, it, it's, it's like fucking terrifying, but it's like, you know, you kind of, you, you can't, I, I couldn't wake up. And it was because I was yeah. such an deep sleep. I've been so exhausted because like of lack of sleep during the nighttime. And then like I have to wake up in the morning and all this bullshit. Yeah. But, um, I, I finished this dream out and like, you know, I ended up like nothing happened. Like it was like nobody ended up getting hurt. I was just getting chased the whole entire fucking time. But when I woke up, I didn't say, oh, Jesus, I'm fucking terrified. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. It was more like, oh, do I need to write this shit down? Yeah. Yes, you do. You need to write that down. <laughs> like, so I was like, man, like that shit would be a fucking creepy ass idea. Like, like you like the, just imagine that shit on film, BC, like uh, like you're you're watching you're you're waiting for like the doll to come on camera but first you see the shadow of like this fucking demon figure and then the doll walks out this little who, tiny doll walks out who, and starts chasing you who was the guy that you brought in that's the uh fucking horror movie buff i forgot his name but dan was, sims yeah yeah he watches um i don't watch any scary films yeah, neither like, do i, do I. Like that's why i was, I was I like them. i was on your side that whole episode i was listening i was like i'm with bc man fuck those movies dude <laughs> Um, I would like to see Lex's dream. Like, you know how sometimes bits from podcasts gets animated? I feel like that dream sequence of someone out there, some random fan with too much time on their hands wants to animate Lex's dream. That would be hysterical to watch. And then Lex's like overly silly animated face running away from dolls. See, Bro, this it was- is where we differ. Like, you're, you're looking at this from the perspective of your podcast that have fans. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here, man. Fake it till you make it, Mitch. Never sell yourself short, sir. Never. That's my whole right. shtick. Or worldwide, I don't care what Mitch says. Uh, I have a moment from my childhood that's haunted my dreams. I don't. I've actually very rarely talked about this in a public forum. So when my parents were, my parents had me very young, like nineteen, twenty years old. I don't know that. Not like, not like you know, West Virginia mountain young, but young by uh, standards, uh, you know. And so, uh, (laughs) I just want to clarify, right? (laughs) As I said, I'm I'm a not detail detail oriented person, Mm -hmm. and so some of their dates as a young couple uh, would be to go to the drive-in movie theater, very big in the late, uh, in the early seventies when I was born. And so they would take me, right. Cause they couldn't uh, really didn't have a sitter. So I would go in the back of their uh, like station wagon and they would watch like scary films like Halloween and just hope I would be asleep oh, what the by hell? the time. Yeah. Right. It happened. Oh, uh, look, you got to make your way and I get it. And it's not that awful of a thing, but I have this moment that I've, remember is burned into my brain as nothing else like more so than the birth of my children this has been burned into my brain since i was a wee lad this moment where i raise my head above this kind of canvasy you know leather 70s hatchback seat my fingers the little tiny fingers i pull my head up probably just up to my nose above the back of the seat and on the screen is a broken down car and it's a a youngish man kind of walking towards this creepy old house in a very deserted I don't think that's a word, desert-like environment. 
And he goes up into the second floor and there's nothing, right? The house is empty. But then he turns the corner and looks and there's a mannequin. And he's like, whoa, he turns away and it's gone again. But then all of a sudden the closet door opens up and there's another mannequin. And then that's when my little tiny head probably screamed and cried and went behind uh, the seat and under the covers. And I have searched for that film. Even Dan Sims, when we worked together, I asked him, like, help me find this movie. It doesn't exist. My parents don't remember it. But See, that is a fucked. moment See, that, 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 that I've been part, horrified that, for that last 40 part, years. That just spooked me more than the whole thing. You're like, but it wasn't there. Like the mannequin, this movie didn't exist. Now you got me looking behind me and shit. I'm in my room all spazzed out. I'm going to turn my security cameras on. Are you guys jumpy? You jump easily? Like when I'm sound 135 and pound skinny boy. What? Yeah, I'm jumpy. <laughs> I play. I, I, I do jump. Uh, jump scares can't get me if they're unexpected. Like, um, I play like horror games on uh, on Twitch, and people like. What do you watching, call expected my jump scares? <laughs> like, well, like, like something pops you know, out. Yeah, when you know when you know it's good, when you know something's coming. Like when it's like when you know when you're getting into something that like if I go to a haunted house, right? Yes. Like I uh, I am the worst person to go to a haunted house with because I don't actually scare that easily because I know what's coming. I know it's not real. I'm going into this knowing that it's not real. But if I'm playing a video game and it's like stylized and you know this this and that like the game is going to surprise me because i've never gone through it before but what I, I, it's hard to explain it like if i go through a haunted house it's like i can you can kind of tell where everything's gonna be yeah that's fair and you know nobody's really going to kill you inside of this place when you're playing a video game i guess it's a little bit different because you're worried you're still worried about your character dying yeah you have a weird attachment to it you're like this is like my yeah projection of me I don't want to you know, read the, uh, oh god, when was my last save point? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's like shit like that. But like, uh, get, I'm not like really a, uh, I don't get scared easy. Like I can watch any horror film and just be perfectly fine. I can go to sleep right afterwards and it won't bother me. Like my dreams are scarier than most of the shit that people come up with. And, well, yeah, because like, it's, it's literally personally dictated for yourself, by yourself, to yourself. Like, your right. brain is like, I'm very well aware of what scares me, and I'm going to make the absolute, like, honed-down, perfect version of it and project it into your eyeballs. <laughs> See, me, jump scares uh, don't get me. That's what, Like, I'll watch a movie, and jump scares, like, I'll hop a little bit, but then I'll usually, like, laugh about it. What messes me up with horror movies, my brand of thing is it's psychologically chilling to, like, if there was a brain bone that would be what it chills me to and then like hours after the movie it just sits there it's like uh it's like a psychological fear hangover and it lasts for like days like i'll just be sitting in bed and then i'm not gonna be able to sleep because my brain's like replaying the it's it doesn't even have to be like the imagery of it just like more of the uh intellectual form of what the the horror was like um like like black mirror shit is what messes with me more than like you know someone getting like saw movies those don't scare me those don't really mess with me i just hate them it's black mirror shit that'll fuck with me for an interminable amount of time you want to know why it's because black mirror has more of a likeliness to being reality yeah Mm. yeah that that's where I, that's what that's the type of things that get me more is like yo, if this could really happen, and the imagery and the imagery is uh, disturbing enough, like it's it's enough to leave me unsettled. Yeah, precisely. 
So that's what gets me. That's why I don't like watching horror movies because I have to spend a week not sleeping well. You don't. You can't sleep because you didn't smoke the ganja. It doesn't matter what the fuck I do unless I drink myself into a blackout stupor. I ain't sleeping for about four days. <laughs> uh, do you guys go to? Uh, do you get scared, Lex? Do you ever go to like a haunted? Once again, those giant air quotes like ghost hunting or haunted places. Would you get freaked out if you were in an environment? Or do you believe in ghosts in general? Oh. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I actually wanted that. to do that for the longest time. I wanted to be like one of the people that debunk it. Because like I, I hate those ghost ghost hunter shows. Like I used to love watching them, but like nothing ever happens on them. Yeah, and there's that's, a reason why like, nothing ever happens on them. <laughs> yeah. The things that do happen are just them like hyping themselves and each other up. And then the guy in the editing cutting room floor flashing shit quickly enough to where you're like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. It, <laughs> Did you like, hear that? Uh, Holy shit. What's that show? Ghost Adventures with the big buff yep, dude. Yep. And. And then, like, he's always like, oh, look at the camera. He's standing in the basement of some, like, reformatory, just like, come and get me! I know you're in here! You're like, shut up. With the night vision on, talking about (laughs) it, an anomaly floating floating through the screen. Like, bro, it's a speck of dust, man. Come on. Someone blocks the camera. Yeah, like, it's like, I I, I would literally do that, and I wanted to, like, go places. Because, like, that would be more of an adventure to me. I wouldn't get scared, though. Like, if you hear a noise, like, there like, certain atmospheres, like, Okay, it's like when you're uh, you're home alone, right? If you live in a big house and you're home alone, right? You you get a little bit paranoid when you hear noises and shit like that. Yeah. But it, I I just think it's human nature to be on alert. Like I don't think it's because I I believe in ghosts, but like it's just something in your imagination. It's like oh shit, there could be a fucking demon outside of my uh, yeah. My- we, we prefer to imagine there is something than there isn't because the guess that there was something saved more lives than the guess that there wasn't something. Yeah, like I'd rather just run. Yeah, it's like I'll find out later. <laughs> It's like, there was nothing there. Yeah, but what if there was? It's a better chance of not being dead if I just didn't stick around. I, I have had plenty of experiences where I thought it was like some type of, uh, you know, um, I, I don't want to say unnatural, but uh, super supernatural uh, experiences. But like, it could have been just reflection of light. Yeah, I didn't know what sleep paralysis was until like I Ooh. got older. So like Ooh. I had that. Yo, I, I went, no bullshit, scariest dream I ever had. I was in the military, man. Sleeping in a bed. It was like midday. I think it was like mid. No, 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 no. It was nighttime. It was nighttime because I remember I had formation like two hours uh, like be, like after I had what, woken up in the middle of the night. Yeah. But I remember screaming, bro, screaming because like I was having this fucked up dream. Yeah, but you're not uh, making any sound. Yeah, well, it wasn't just that. I, I was making sound. I was screaming. Oh, uh, but I couldn't oh. move. Yeah, I couldn't move. And it was so fucking real. So vivid. It's like this old lady was like, she had me like tied up trying to torture me. And it was like fire. All behind her shit. And, <laughs> and she was like sitting there like screaming all these like cuss words and shit. I didn't know what the fuck she was so upset about. And it was like a bunch of like fire just surrounding her. And I'm just like, yo, what? Having a bond. I'm, like, yo, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like trying to move. She keeps getting closer and closer. And I'm awake though. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like I'm awake. Yeah. Um, because like I was told that I was my eyes were wide the fuck open. I was just sitting there screaming, but I couldn't get up. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't move, and it, it was. But it was me experiencing uh, sleep uh, paralysis for like you know, it was probably the second time in life because I experienced it like uh, once when I was a kid. Yeah, it, the thing with uh, sleep paralysis, I I have it also. I, I, the more I hear about it, the more I think that just everyone just experiences it. Just it, at what frequency? Because I get it, it's at least once or 
twice every couple months. So yeah, like every other month I'll have an about where I just wake up and I feel like I, cause you know, you're not consciously able to control your breathing. So you feel like you're suffocating or you feel like you're upside down or, you know, and you're, you always feel like you're suffocating in some way. Like it feels like you're like your arms in your fucking mouth or something, but it's not, you're just laying there perfectly fine. And then yeah. when you try to wake yourself up, you open your eyes up. So you see reality, but then the other part of your brain that's not on is still projecting absolute bullshit. And yeah, you see an old lady coming at you with a cane and a knife or something like you said, or for me, I just see like, uh, black kind of like voidish smoky shadow that just slowly crawls at me like those creepy remember the nurses in silent hill remember how yeah. they fucking move that's what oh, i fucking get scared. to witness that now that game closer and closer to me that game scared the living shit out of me when i was a kid yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure i've come close to giving myself cardiac arrest because my brain sucks I think my favorite part of that was the fact that the old lady was swearing. She wasn't that yeah. she was firing stuff. She was like, also like, fuck you. Well, well what, what happened was Lex had to look behind him. If he was able to move, he could look behind him and he would have realized the problem was him and his family and friends were having a barbecue and she was really <laughs> fucking mad about it. <laughs> uh, not to get all pluggy uh, on you, but I, uh, for Behind the Dock, ah, yes. there's a documentary called The House in Between and I spoke with Steve Gonslaves, who is uh, the original Ghost Hunter from the Ghost Hunter series. He's done it for 17 years. His whole job is hunting ghosts and paranormal researching, and he made a movie called The House in Between, this documentary. And it's basically a long-form episode of Ghost Hunters, like taking a look at this one house that's got a lot of haunted events. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I watched the documentary, and Heather and I spoke to him uh, and his director partner who's been with him on the show for, you know, all 15 years. And while the film is beautifully shot, right? It's got actually great drone work. Uh, beautifully shot. I don't know if I came away like, I don't know. But my mind changed that ghost exists. I don't know if it convinced me. Because as, as you said, it was a lot of anticipation of the moment in the potential. And then, you know, maybe, uh, a, you know, a small light thing happening. And then, like, you know, that has to be an absolute sign. Or bad electrical wiring, right? <laughs> I don't know, right? And so I'm torn. But then you you watch it and you 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 listen to him and you do be like, like, and you do want to say, I you know I believe you and I would like to go to one. I don't know if I would. I know I would jump. I'm a very jump scary person, so I would absolutely jump. I hate haunted houses, yeah. but I would like to go to a thing and see if I could uh, feel it because I feel like I'm paranoid enough that I would talk myself into that something. Oh no, you absolutely will, and I think. I think another problem is, like, with being the skeptic, because I'm the obnoxious skeptic on things. I'm the one that's boring. Like, I'm all, it's, I'm that annoying dude. Everyone's like, oh, here's my experience. So it's like, yeah, it's an anecdote. <laughs> I'm that asshole. I think the biggest issue, though, is at the same time as you say that, there are some things that you can't just completely blow off. You're like, well, what was that experience? Like, it could be most, what happens to be the most, um, what what happens the most times in houses where like an entire family is experiencing hauntings and stuff like that? It, it no joke is uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. That's usually what it turns out to be like. Oh, like, it's just oh, kind of like affecting their brain and making them. Okay, you want me here? I'll, I'll I forgot all of it, but. <laughs> 
Oh, here, let me tell you, I've told this once before, but uh, what I have you ever had, I don't know if you've ever had what you would say is a real life weird experience. Like I've had sounds go bump and things I can't explain. But once when I was very young, very young being like 1920, I was driving from Tiffin, Ohio, across 224 back to Akron, Ohio, in this very plain uh, farm territory, really just, you know, a flat freeway, nothing but farmland on the sides. Mm-hmm. And I was driving and I was listening to a book on tape, a literal book on audio cassette in my, uh, I think it was an Oldsmobile, a green Oldsmobile at the time, driving down. And it was a story uh, about like scary shit. I think it was about kids getting possessed. There was some okay. Christian uh, themes in there. So was there the were some best. Christian themes tied into the horror, right? Go, yeah, throw it all in. And I remember driving dead, no lights, right? This is a very deserted part of this kind of rural highway with no street lights, no nothing. And then seeing out of nowhere those, you know, those traditional crosses you see in the sides of rural America, like a tall one and then two short ones right next to it, that standard yeah, Trinity yeah, type yeah. formation out in the middle of nowhere for no reason, right? Just in really God's country, right? It's also <laughs> probably like a, got a barn with a Copenhagen Logan slogan uh, <laughs> painted on the top, right? So it's right there and it's that cross out of nowhere to my left. Like there was darkness, three crosses, what? Like Chevy Chase plugging in the lights and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation out of nowhere, like bam! And then I slammed on my brakes. It's probably one thirty-two in the morning. Slammed on my brakes, stopped, gone, fucking gone. But I will tell you, and I will swear on all that I can swear on that I saw those lights appear out of nowhere. And to this day, I'm still like, I don't know. Was that a thing? Was that a sign? Nothing came of it, but it was yeah. really odd. Yeah. And again, I can't tell you what you experienced was not real. I can say most likely it was an imaginary thing or you saw light and then your brain attributed. Because you already said you're like, oh, I'm aware of this design. And your brain saw something real fast and was like, I think it was that. This would make sense. I'm in God's country, quote unquote. (laughs) So I'm going to assume that the weird flash I just saw was... um, the three cars is coming to get me. But again, that's me being an asshole. I don't fucking know. I wasn't there. No, I'm I pretty sure my, my experience would dictate differently had I been, like, in the passenger seat of your car while we're both, like, screeching to a halt, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that we were going to immediately go on to Supernatural. In fact, Supernatural talk was nowhere in this Google Doc, so I'm right. I hit spot on with... Speaking well, I would. My opening. We could have transitioned to real life horror stories. That is the coronavirus. Like that's, that's where I was going. <laughs> Thank you for oh, stealing my segue. You want to tell the story of uh, anonymous friend? Oh man, no. I mean, yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's a very interesting story. Like it, it, this whole coronavirus thing is uh, is getting out of hand with certain people only because they well, act like real. wearing a mask is. And we don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, but like they're acting like for some odd reason, oppression comes from wearing this mask somehow. Yeah. Yeah, that is, um, it's odd to me. It's like, hey, can we do this so we can help everybody? We're going to ask nicely. Fuck you. Okay, well, the government's going to mandate it so we don't have 200,000 dead people. Fuck you harder. And you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm not sure where to go from here. I- I'm-, I'm just at the point where I have to just think, uh, uh, a certain culture of Americans uh, are just hard-headed and don't know actually what the fuck they want. Because I feel like the people who uh, are refusing to wear the mask during the coronavirus people are have never same. been told no before. No, no, they're they're the same people that will say when 
not just black people, but anybody gets gunned down to police, hey, they should have been following the law. Ooh. How I mm. how ironic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you're very accurate in that stereotype assessment. Yeah. But I would say you're accurate and it is ironic because they would say, but I think most people, if we're being fair, most people choose bullet points based off what they believe in and ignore the ones that they don't, right? Um, but the anti-mass thing, it's weird. I don't understand it. I don't understand why you would fight to be I safe and healthy for your family. I, I just, I mean, I just don't agree with it at all. I don't understand it. I see no. All right, so help me even play devil's advocate because I'm no, I'm, I'm sure you're a mask and face shield wear at all times, Mitch. Uh, but <laughs> help me, tell me the argument because I don't go into those corners of the internet to understand what I, is the I don't want to wear a mask argument. I have enough friends that are, ura, um. I'm a man. It, uh, fuck it. It's masculinity. That's what it is. It was masculinity in so many things. And I'm not going to say the word toxic masculinity because that's a, just a trite word that people throw at stuff they don't like. I'm saying it got strangely wrapped up with being your own person. It When somebody tells you to wear something, it goes into human psychology where it's your face. We have a thing about faces. Hell, we had to think about hats. Like, you ever take your hat off and you walk into a room or wear it on? Like, literally, if you're wearing a hat inside a house, there is certain groups of people who are like, oh, that's very disrespectful. Is anyone ever, yeah, I know what you're speaking of. There. Have you thought about that, though? Because, like, your brain's like, oh, yeah, no, it's disrespectful. Wear a hat. Why? Well, I do, but I also, the hat thing has no health or safety to anyone no, i feel no, like no, the health I'm, argument I'm has to, to supersede i see no, what you're, you're saying okay right. i'm there's right. a, this is the foundation i'm devil's advocating fair <laughs> enough this all is right the foundation no. i'm trying to say there's certain things in the human psyche that i've noticed where you t- it has nothing women, to do with anything yeah you yeah wear, no you're you know, right women, you're fair. when you walk into church men take their hats off women put their hats on you have to be as a lady you have to be humble or you have to you know be modest as a oh, man, man you have to be out there and open and show yourself like even the president said he's like or was it president or was it pence i don't remember one of those clowns they were like oh well how am i going to speak to them if i have a mask over my mouth now you can riddle ridicule that very easily because you're like um because you can hear through that but there's this <laughs> thing in your it it blocks um particles from coming out of your mouth not sound vibrations but i'm not gonna even attempt to it at at any rate it's something to do with like this perceived notion of strength and individuality and the fact that it's if it was like socks if we're like listen if you wear this certain type of socks it's not gonna spread i guarantee you there would be zero well okay i lie there'd probably be some pushback but probably not as much right i wear those fucking socks yeah yeah there's someone who's not wearing those fucking socks you're right they'll they'll there's be videos online Lex nailed it. there's someone sandals. yeah like oh i'm not God. wearing cotton socks i'm gonna wear wool like yeah. what? You're right. but you get what i'm saying something about it being the face something about it covering things and the fact that it's your mouth like there's just a lot of different aspects of the psychological the psychological the psychology of interacting like when someone's like say that to me face to face Right, there's a certain humanness to what that implies, and when you have a mask on, people think that that's trying to dehumanize you. Do you think? Like, no, go ahead, BC, go ahead. I was gonna say I get all of that, but I feel like at some point, (laughs) but 
I even understand, and I'll be honest with you, I, and I don't know why, maybe subconscious level, I tend to take off my hat when I'm indoors. Yeah. Right? Partly because I, I want my head to air out. I mean, but part of it's just, I don't like wearing hats that much. I don't know. So I do do that, but not, I guess, in a store, but like in my own house, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't like to drive in a hat. I actually, I'll wear baseball hats. I'll take it off and let my messy hair go because I don't like to drive in a hat. I don't know well, why. That's comfort, but the, when you go into yes. somewhere and you take your so, hat off, it feels like uh, you're showing a sign of respect or like there's something there where you're like, this needs to come off. People yeah. need to, so, I need to be forward with me, who I am in this uh, public space so that you don't feel like, you know, thievery or some sh- I don't know. Which, and so I understand your points and before Alex was saying, I just don't get how at some point the health of you, you, not you, Mitch, or me, but that individual is like, this supersedes my pride and ego. Well, that, is, uh, is it, Right. I mean, I feel like that's where people should stop. But for some reason, there is a, a, a certain group of people, the same people as Lex said, who would be on the other side of the legal argument in many situations. Uh, like health doesn't supersede that. It should supersede all of it. So I just don't get that. You don't feel like this is all part of uh, the, the weird cult following that our president has acquired because the same people like if he oh, yeah, would have never. Definitely, there's definitely a leadership thing that's going on. <laughs> He called it a hoax numerous times. Um, and I think that him, like, just think about what you have just seen in the last week and a half, right? We went from seeing the president calling it a hoax to going on stage with the mask on saying that, mm-hmm. oh, this shit's about to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's only making them more upset. <laughs> now they're like, who's who's pulling the strings? Oh, God, they even got to yeah. Trump. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Does that exist on the internet? Mm-hmm. They got to him? Shut the front door. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. already, a, they got to Trump, because yes. I thought it was a good thing, and Trump finally realized. I, and I, realized, I was on one of the times, I'm like, oh, thank God. You know what? He did it. Under he actually under had common certain, sense for once. And then everyone's like, they got to him. And when oh, I, everyone, I didn't I mean, know. People. You had to have yes. a conspiratorial hat. You remember, I'm the devil's advocate. <sighs> yeah. I already knew where he was going. They got to him. The, like, that's hilarious oh it, it's not hilarious because no matter what you do you can't win now you can have their fearless leader say something and it's like oh they got him Fauci poisoned his fucking diet Pepsi <laughs> oh it makes me laugh well I mean what else do we have to do at this point but to just laugh at the fact that we're just so hyper fucked we're just gonna have to hunch down and deal with it I don't know I feel like uh I don't know if I feel like it's getting better or worse. I don't know. I I will tell you what I feel like. I feel like my brain's a bit on fire because, gentlemen, yes. we're going to know in about four or five days, uh, hopefully less, uh, if uh, moi has COVID-19. I took my oh. first COVID test today. Wow, 95 minutes, I sat in my car in a line and line of people. Oh, you zigzag. did the drive tests. Yeah, I did the drive through test. It was a lot of like filling out paperwork and then going to another station and filling out paperwork. And then finally, as I said, 95 minutes after I got in line, I read two uh, full trade paperback graphic novels uh, while I was sitting in line and watched uh, Tony Hawk hand out skateboards to kids who did kickflips on YouTube <laughs> and you while cry, I waited in line. Did you cry at that? Of course I, I cried, God first damn of all. damn it, I knew it. I cried everything. Um, <laughs> uh, and so... To get up to this dude, it was done by the Ohio National Guard. So these were like army doctor kind of guys. And he looked at me and he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good. And he said, it's going to hurt. I said, okay. He's like, it's going to feel like I'm rubbing on your brain twice because they have to go each nostril. Oh, so they take a Q-tip that's about nine inches long. 
It's thin, though. You know how sometimes the cotton swab on the end is thick? So I'll give it that. Yeah. It's a very thin cotton swab. But it's about 9, 10 inches long. Yeah, they, and they it goes the and it your felt. Your face. Oh, no, I could feel it in my brain. Ugh. And it kind of burned a little bit, like a uh, like a menthol cigarette burn up there oh, okay. for about 9, 10 seconds. And then I was starting to tear up a little bit just because of the kind of the reflux uh, or the yeah, reflux reflux. of the of the reflex and then he goes oh sorry one more and i was like oh shit are you serious and he goes up the other nostril again uh right up the other one another 10 seconds Uh, and then he's like all right goodbye and then he just pushed me out of my way it was like being like handed my underwear from a bed he's like later i was like oh my god you just like violated my nasal cavities and he's just like go like no goodbye no thank you just go uh and then they're like we'll mail you a letter in a few days to let you know or call you so now i just hope that my phone doesn't ring that's where I'm at right now. Like, please don't I mean, let my I phone ring. Let me open the mailbox. Negative, right? No. Well, be- they said they gave me a little letter. It said because of the influx of tests, they'll call if yes, mail if no. So that's where I'm at right now. Phone call bad. Open the mailbox on Monday or Tuesday. Maybe. Good. Yeah. That's where we're at, gentlemen. So what was the I, impetus to go? Well, I'll tell you. So I worked uh, my first public event this uh, past Saturday. And I was very as safe as I could be, but in the venue I was in, not everyone was. And so I just got a little apprehensive. It's I had I actually like I got a little apprehensive. And so I waited for the minimum days. It said wait at least three or four days. Yeah. I should be feeling symptoms. And like I said, the reality of it's very thin. But I'm honest, it's on my brain. And now that I've taken the test, it's so in my brain. Looking all of, yeah, it's all up in my brain. So uh, would you guys take the test? It's kind of like that STD test, right? Like you don't think you do, but you're like, I should get the test. Uh, have you guys ever had like an STD test? Years ago, I got the swab up the up the uh, urethra. Were you nervous in awaiting the results? No, because I kind of just did it as like precautionary thing. I was like, let's see what's up. I wasn't really nervous. I was like, if it shows up, it's. I always was safe. Like I always kept my dude wrapped, so I wasn't like nervous. I just did it because. <laughs> Lucky for me, I, I didn't ha- ever have to get like the, the con swab. When I was in the military, they made you get tested uh, regularly. Uh, but it was never a uh, cotton swab up the urethra. They would just take blood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask uh, you a question, Lex? Hold on yes. real quick. Something about the military that I've always believed because a friend told me it, and I'm just curious if it's true. <laughs> okay. Do they put additional saltpeter in military food to make you get less boners that is a that is a rumor and i cannot say whether it is true or whether it's not but Did i you have less boners while you're in the military <laughs> well he was surrounded by guys i hope not uh, yeah yeah <laughs> well even when, when you wake up you're having dreams and whatever uh oh well, yeah but your dreams super. are about scary old ladies yeah, yeah, right? yeah. you should be getting hard wake up that. with a fear boner <laughs> the dreams were like super vivid. Fear um, is the best word I've ever heard. <laughs> Great, yeah. that's the name of the podcast. Now, the first, the first few, um, I want to say the first two months when I was in the military, they they get like what happened is they they do like an assembly line of shots, right? The rumor is they put something in the food that make uh, that works with the shots that they give you, and supposedly you're not able to get a boner, get horny, like women yes. can't get wet, none, none of that shit. Exactly, that's uh, what I was told. And whether or not it's true, there is no valid proof that it, it is true. But I can tell you, nobody got a boner for like two months because everybody was talking about. No, we were all talking about it. We were like, yo, he's like, bro, like, well, you know, not to not to get like be gay or nothing. But like, yo, hey, uh, are you getting erections in the morning, my man, when you wake up? 
<laughs> I like I to see how that question's broached. Because yeah, yeah. that's a question I've never <laughs> asked anybody yeah, in their yeah. my entire life. It's like, it's like and then the answer was funny because it was like, it's like, nah, my G, like, I, it's, I can piss without, without, without difficulty in the morning. Right, you don't huh. have to do that weird bend over angle yeah. shit. Yeah, where you have to like point your dick directly at the and toilet. And you still pee on the fucking garbage can somehow. You're like, what the hell? Every man? time. Yeah, yeah you like time. gotta wipe it up, off. Yeah, you end up pissing on the fucking toilet paper roll because like you're fucking so erect in the Come morning. Out like at like a 75 degree angle. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? That that is one thing that that I I will say, BC. I cannot confirm it, but I can say that. In terms of uh, scientific evidence, when you're when this when it's the same results over and over again, I will say that that was a thing. When okay. I was, but Wait. I can't say I can't say for sure if it was because of the food or because of the fifty fucking injections that they give us in an assembly line of shots <laughs> when we when we go in uh, to the military because they'd be like, oh, you got to catch up on your shots. And like the doc said, I was caught up before i came here and then they inject you 14 fucking times <laughs> I, I i will also tell you um everybody was uh prescribed the same vitamin supposedly vitamin d pills which is like these weird clear green um pills that they give you when you get out um but they said that everybody like every veteran i've talked to has been prescribed these pills when they first get in the va and i, I never take taken them and i haven't had the flu actually throughout my whole like career and even now, like, I really don't get the flu. Like, I'll get uh, a temperature for about a day or two, but I haven't, knock on wood, I haven't been sick in that sense in a while. Like, I don't know if it's my immunity is just amazing, but before the military, pre-military, my immunity sucked. I was always sick. All right, well, <laughs> before you finish your superhero origin story, uh, so does that mean you don't fear COVID? Like, do you, are you not afraid no, of it because no, you no, feel no, like no, you're, no. you're like no. super healthy man? I, Super healthy man. I, 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 don't think, sick. I, I don't believe that like I, I believe that I probably had because my, my girlfriend uh may have had it because she lost her sense of taste and smell. That's right. Somebody right. had actually came into her uh, her job while we were there. I was waiting for her to get off of work. And this person just doesn't give a fuck, just comes in there. Oh, they said I got COVID, but I need to get my cigarettes <laughs> and, 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 and beer. And we're just sitting there like, yo, this bitches touching everything in the fucking store. And I saw on Reddit that Coors Light really yeah. boosted her immune system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a recurring customer. So like literally two days later, her friend winds up in the hospital on a, and gets on a respirator for a week. And then she ends up losing her taste and smell. I Nothing happens to me, but we live together. Nothing happens to me, but like I'm pretty sure like I, I, I still think that my kid may have had it because of just the symptoms that she had a few uh, like right before everything went on lockdown. But um, I, do I fear that I can get it? I fear that I can spread it to other people if I have it. If I'm not a person that's that one of my biggest fears. But yes, I, far, far away. I, I, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that I can't be a carrier and give it to everybody else. Like I wasn't going to see my mom. I stayed my black ass right in the crib for two for two weeks just uh, with uh, with my girl, and we just. We chilled. We didn't do shit. If we wanted to get food or whatever, we would order DoorDash. It was, uh, to be honest, it wasn't. Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know what's more expensive, groceries or DoorDash. Like when you really DoorDash, think it, it's DoorDash. It's DoorDash, <laughs> Uber. Eats. That shit, like it adds up quickly. That yeah, five bucks well, yeah thing, and then you tip. It's like twelve bucks on, on top of every meal. Yeah, like you order uh, from Taco Bell, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get my four dollar burrito, three dollar taco, and then you hit okay, ready to go, and it's like seventy five dollars. Would you like to add it? <laughs> yes. like, what the hell just happened? I mean, we what? Went, what? 
<laughs> grocery shopping. It didn't even seem like we had that much shit like about a month and a half ago, two months. And oh my God, we spent like almost 350 on groceries. And I was just like, God damn, bro. Like shit. Yeah. You gotta but, be hitting Aldi's. I've never spent more than 125 buy? at Aldi's. Yeah, yeah. I've had like a cart overflowing, yeah, like a volcano girl, exploding, and it's still 125 or less. Yeah, I heard they have like really, really good meat too. But um, no, yeah, all these no, they uh, don't. Bad. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. it's don't. don't we go to Acme for meat. Yeah, uh, all you, these for all pretty these much everything else. else. All the fruit, veggies, bread. It wasn't the veggies. Oh, produce. She's saying, I because I I where we went to to go get groceries. Okay, and that kind of makes sense. We went to Sparkles. I okay. I forgot about Sparkles. I didn't know there was Sparkles still open. Yeah, Cornersburg. A chunk uh, of them all went under, but there's still yeah. a few. Yeah, yeah, all the one by me have shut down. You know what you can to- buy at Sparkles or the Oval Office? Goya. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, here we go. I still, I don't care. I'm using Goya. I, I, what does that mean that he had a bunch of Goya products? Oh, the of- libs. Didn't oh you hear? He, uh, uh, go- the, the owner of Goya was like, Trump good. And he's like, and then everyone's like, time to fucking boycott Goya. So no shit. he no puts shit. Goya on his desk in the Oval Office, the one that John he, F. Kennedy and Reagan and like some president. great president sat behind this desk and this guy's peddling beans off of it. He is a he is a reality a, TV star, a reality TV star, but a president that is designed himself to be for corporate America. Goya, no yeah. matter yeah. what you think about Goya. They're not poor. They are a, a a corporation that is worldwide now. Uh, yeah, back in the day, you you know you had to be kind of in the hood to get get most of their products, like in the quarter stores and shit like that. But they're in Walmart now, man. They're in fucking Target. They're everywhere. Their products are everywhere. And you think that they're not going to back somebody who gives them extremely large if tax you, breaks? I'm sorry. <laughs> if you buy if you buy things. That company is pro Republican. I yes, don't I, care what I, it is. We spend sixty to hundreds of dollars on video games. Do you think that these video game companies aren't for these tax breaks? Yeah, I'm sure they're all very pro Bernie as they watch. Yeah. It's like you're gonna pay seventy five percent tax on your uh, gross income or something. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're on his side. Yeah, like I we. It's just like it's okay to fucking have the people who are supposed to support this man support them. But, like, my problem is the people who argue about uh, Donald Trump being this great president that he has not done anything for them personally. I'd be like, yo, what has he done for you? And then they'll spill a whole bunch of bullshit. He's like, he's stopping child pedophilia. I was like, he has 26 counts of sexual assault. What are you talking he used about? He creep into the fucking yeah. Miss America yeah. dressing rooms. Like, hey, how's it going, little girl? Yes, and it's like literally... I don't know if he said little girl, but... But I'd like to imagine that happening. You're right. It just that would be hilarious. I, I think. All right, hold he, on. Gra- he didn't say anything. He just grabbed it by the pussy. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It I funny. think you guys are overthinking it. Here's how I. That's here, our job, here's, right? All right. Here's how I think it goes down. All right. So Trump is just. He's just kind of like treading water. Like he's drowning, right? And he knows it, but he's an overconfident, very narcissistic person. So he's feeling like he's feels like he's winning even though he knows probably because he's not a great business person but he's been around the block as they say so he knows when the tide is turning against him so he treats i think all of these little news items like a social media 
So he gets someone who like likes his post. In this case, Goya, the bean company, is like, I like Trump. And he's like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. Ivanka, Ivanka, grab a can of beans. We'll take a picture. He's like literally an Instagram influence. Like, put the beans in there. Go. Yes. Perfect. He probably I gave her a thumbs win. up when he took the picture. And then he's like sitting around. He's probably very, very tripping on like uh, Ritalin and like, you know, like this kind of like that meth-based uh, pills, like nasal pills and stuff. Like yeah. he loves the Sudafed kind of vibe. So he's going, he's like, you know what would be perfect? Just a whole display of Goya. He's basically just retweeting what they said. I think he, I think we're overthinking it and that's something. But you are correct that every company, even um, people who are in, you know, the recording industry and the music industry in Hollywood who are speaking out against Trump appreciate the financial aspects that he brings. It's a, it's, it's, it's. Not honest, I don't think, to look at it any other way. If there's a fiscal conservative in power, it's good for companies and their investors and shit. The end. <laughs> I guess is the long and short of it, right? Yes, I mean, just pretty much. I'm sure, but... if, I'm sure if there's one economist listening to this, their head just exploded. But... I'm pretty sure because we have our speaking into a microphone, we are 1,000% accurate and You're factual right. in everything we say. About you that. forgot the law and I the power did. of the microphone, sir. Dude, you never, ever, ever underestimate. Yeah, you talk. It doesn't matter quality, but I do appreciate <laughs> it. You talk. People listen into their ear holes. You should know what media works today. True. Real. Right? Fact. Real. So c- congratulations. You're right. I said it in you an say. angrier, louder voice into a microphone, so I am therefore more accurate and correct than the professionals that have dedicated their lives to that topic. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, See, you're the you're the expert. I was I, I I need to kneel to that. Wait, nope, that just undermined the whole point. I just made. I don't know. Fuck. Where was I going with this? All right. Since we uh, we kind of shot that topic dead, you know what else got shot? Lex, who the hell got shot and why? Oh my god, Meg the fucking Stallion. Yeah. Can Stallion. someone explain what the fuck does that? So, so, so uh, if anybody out there like uh, is in the hip-hop industry or like just follows any hip-hop news, this was not just hip-hop news because Kylie Jenner was involved in this shit. Uh, it's a very bizarre situation. The reason uh, I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to see what BC and mitch would do in this situation especially if a woman of her size and stature was running your fade all right real uh, quick just so you know my I'm, I'm not sure about bc but my understanding of the situation let me let me just say this and you'll get how disconnected and not sure what the fuck's going on in the google doc i thought that stallion and meg were different entities <laughs> i have it written down meg and stallion question mark yeah. i had no idea it's meg the the stallion yeah meg, meg the stallion okay it's actually the let's be accurate it's yeah, t-h-e-e yeah. with some respect oh, please the... she, uh, it's megan the stallion yeah oh. she uh she is you know she's a she's a great artist um into the anime world and all that so she brings like a little bit of like the black nerd thing into it and supposed wait, to be, wait, like, wait hold on like, is it anime thing anime fan yeah this is oh, she anime by the second yeah she does like cosplay and shit um, I did not know that. Oh. And, and um, she had gotten into an altercation with Tory Lanez. Now, Adam Twenty Two has um, supposedly he. I mean, he usually has reliable sources. And Wait, I thought everything. Tory Lanez was a porn star. Nah, There's nah, a nah, lot nah, of nah, names nah. being dropped, and Lex yeah. is losing. Both me and Mitch are like just like we're that shrug yeah. emoji right now. As Lex is just dropping names, yeah, like I'm I have to, any I'm, idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm about to get into, <laughs> I'm about to get into, I'm about to get into it. So Adam Twenty Two. 
he has a podcast. He has a podcast and YouTube channel, um, and he interviews like a lot of rappers and you know stars, um, and he's like very popular amongst like entertainers. Um, so he had gotten the story, and supposedly what happened was uh, Meg The Stallion and Kylie Jenner and Tory Lanez were all hanging out at the house. I think it was like a little shindig, little party, you know, and. Meg and Tori had been fucking for, you know, a little while. Everybody kind of knows about it, but they don't know for sure that they're always hanging out. But I guess they've been fucking. Uh, Now, the reason why it's funny to me is because Tori Lanes uh, was just arrested for shooting her in the leg. And when his uh, the police report came out, it showed that Tory Lanez was five two and one hundred and twenty pounds. Now, make the stallion is like six foot six one. And she's like, like, we all know what happens to yeah. a stallion that has an injured yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a large woman. So what had led up to the shooting was, uh, I guess he either this is this is there's two ways that they said has happened that had happened, but either way it was it had something to do with Tory and Kylie, and. I guess what had happened was either Kylie Jenner was showing Tory Lanez too much attention or Tory was showing Kylie too much attention and Meg didn't like that, felt disrespected. She's becoming kind of a diva is what they were claiming. Uh, and I guess she spazzed out and she was running uh, Tory's fade. And when I say fade, I mean like it, from what I was reading, he, she was whooping his ass. <laughs> he's, a, he's a small dude. He's a small guy. So it makes sense. Like, you know, if, if you know, Megan the style, she's thick. She, she could probably, you know, she got some weight to her. If Tori's 120, six, uh, you know, she's five, monikered after a horse. Yeah, yeah. And she's her nickname is, yeah, she's uh, the stallion. You know what I mean? Like a centaur. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> kind of got the body. Just curious what you're going here. By the way, Hold on, I'm, a, I'm currently this. taking a picture. I'm, just I'm taking a picture of the stick figures notes that I made. There's, I have all these stick figures fucking and shooting each other. Why I did take notes because I have. You are going deep, so why I'm going to send this to Mitch right now. What? Okay, thank God, I can't wait for that picture. Why has no one made the joke about him being a jockey? Because jockeys are always tiny, and they put him up. On oh my God! Yes, horses. oh that is hilarious. Why hasn't anyone called him the jockey yet? Why hasn't that happened? I'm pissed. Why am I the one that made that joke? You guys are way yeah. better at that shit. Now, BC, you've seen the movie Harlem uh, Nights, yes? Yes. This literally sounds like the scene where Eddie Murphy is outside of the the, the club, and uh, oh my God, what was what is her name <laughs> from, uh, from from Touched by Angel? Uh, oh my God, what is her name? She she goes, oh, you just gonna shoot me in my pinky toe? And like you know, she's sitting there beating the shit out of Eddie Murphy, and he pulls out the gun. And he's like pointing it at her foot, and then she takes her her shoe off. It was like, go ahead, shoot me in my pinky, and he shoots her in a pinky toe. <laughs> this is exactly what uh, like I, it's coming to my mind when I, I'm hearing this story. Oh and I, I I guess she's like beating the fuck out of Tori, and I, like they wind up in a car, but like she like I guess when he pulls out the gun, Meg tries to leave, and then he just shoots, and then she he, he like shoots her in the foot, and like she has to like get rushed to a hospital, get surgery to get the bullets taken out. And it must've been a weak ass gun because like, dude, the foot's not that thick. Yeah, yeah, the foot's not that thick, you know? He is a concealed carry. Hers might be. Yeah, yeah, he does have a concealed carry in like Canada, but I don't know how that's going to hold up in the court of law in, in California. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, it's going to be very interesting seeing, explaining that to the judge that he needed to defend himself against Me- Megan the Stallion. 
Uh, which cosplay is going to go best with a bullet in the foot? Oh, man. Um, I don't even know. Yeah. That's a, an, just I was going to say octopus, but... <laughs> of course you have. Uh, you actually had an answer. That's the crazy yeah. fucking part of that. Bro, I... I I just uh I don't know how I feel about it because like everybody is tearing Tori through the the ringer right now. They're well, just he like, shot someone. Yeah, yeah. As stupid like, oh, and as funny but, as the situation is, he but, shot somebody. But there is a thing of how far does something have to go before you're allowed to defend yourself? If she is whooping his ass, right, like just beating the living shit out of him, and there's nothing he can I'm do. I'm just imagining like when a parent's <laughs> spanking their kid, holding them up by like one leg, and you're just like yeah. spanking his ass. Like I'm just picturing her doing that to this dude. If it, if it is going, that's to why he to was. The- oh, that's how he shot her in the foot. He was yeah. actually upside down. The gun fell out of his waistband. He just reached down. Everybody, when it first happened, they couldn't believe it. So they were just like, they just were assuming that it was an accident. Like maybe he was like trying to show off with his gun and then boom, shot her, shot her in the foot. But then like this information comes out and then Kylie Jenner is involved and supposedly she was in the car. And I was just like, God damn, that's a crazy love triangle. So and has Tori commented on this? Has he Tori, said? Tori was Jail. Um, they they both got out, but no, n- neither one. See what happened was Meg Thee Stallion. Um, she had a totally different story the first night it happened, and then two days later, uh, she went to Twitter and said that uh, uh, it was mm-hmm. definitely a crime done against me, and that's all she said. Tory's party hasn't said anything about it. They're they're doing what they're supposed to do and shutting the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and letting, yes. letting the, More people uh, the, need to do that, by the way. Amen. Yeah, and, the legal system handle it just like Set well, the I, talk podcast hosts. <laughs> yes, but same, but, the, but the, it's the same thing with, with my case though. Um, we weren't really talking about it. I wasn't saying nothing to the public. Shit, my mugshot shots were all out there, but nobody knew what really happened. Uh, people still don't know what really happened if they listen. They listen to that episode of Commonology One Hundred and One. But like, like I was being villainized. Um, so that no one knows. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, rim shot. Yeah. People know now because, like, obviously, I'm a free oh, man. And, oh, that joke uh, play over your head. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I get ah, it but, ah. but, All right, go ahead. Sorry. But, uh, but I think it's, like, one of those situations where it's, like, Tori probably should not <laughs> say anything and just let the lawyers do the talking because, like, it, it's going to be hard to come back. Like, but if you two are in this situation, say a chick is just that much bigger than you and she's beating your ass, like, what if <laughs> and you're a concealed carrier – what do you do in this situation? Do you just keep letting her beat your ass? And like, what if she's not letting you call the cops on her? <laughs> no, I am a, like a straight up assault. <laughs> I don't want to die. So I'm, I'm all in with shooting or biting or like just uh, in a boob. Like yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll make it look like a, a weird porn movie. Yeah. Like stuff that doesn't work in real sex, but works in porn movies. I'll yeah. do all those moves. Like I'll choke and slap a boob. Like Why no one is? likes that in real life, but for some reason that works on film so yeah i'm doing all the illegal born moves to get anything out i'm shooting illegal whatever i got <laughs> yeah, so i'm doing i, I just want to live so i'm I, i'm team tory here he's a survivor yeah, yeah, you just want to get out of that situation to, yeah. to go you know get beat up by a girl another day now how conscious is he knowing the law though like when you shoot him below the waist it's not attempted murder it's just assault I'm going to guess he just pulled a trigger with eyes closed and it landed. Yeah. Right. Let's <laughs> like, be honest, I'm no shooting up or down. Look, if you're getting your ass kicked this. by that girl, he's just pulling and wherever that bullet goes, it goes. Uh, yeah, he's lucky. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll buy Let's that. I'll buy that theory. I'm in. Is it is it bad that like 
the whole entire time I'm watching how large she is on the curve and then hear how small Tori is. The only thing I'm picturing is them having sex and how awkward it had to be. She's just a like, dildo. Yeah, I, I just know. I just picture Tori it like when they're like when they're, when they're doing doggy style. I just picture Tori Lane's just standing up like on the bed. <laughs> like, that's my snoo snoo. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's you know the. <laughs> Yo, death by Snoop Snoop's is fucked up, bro. Like, I, I'm just like, that, he like, almost died from Snoop Snoop. It was supposed to be like a serious, like, because like a lot of people are mad. They're like, oh, fuck Tori and this, this, and that. But I'm like, yo, what if she was really giving this dude the business and he had to defend himself? And that's why she lied the first night. Like, she's just awesome. like, oh, no. Yeah, the lawyers just came to her, like, okay, nah, man, you got to say it was a crime. You got to press charges. There's a video out there somewhere <laughs> yeah. of him just naked. Bro, There's a video. Dude, she was in a bikini. She was in a bikini sitting oh, on, wait, hold on a second. That's yeah, what happened, just man. Bleeding. I'm like, Hold on, I have you, to update my stick figures. Oh, how do you get God. <laughs> I, bro, oh, no. Mitch, you have to. Like, Joe Budden's podcast does it on Spotify. No, I will. I'll, I'll switch yeah, up the whatever his doodles are. I already planned to make that this episode's. Dude, that's. I wish I would have known that. I would have did better. It was really half hearted. No, no, but, you can send me a new one. I'll, I'll get you the new one. Whatever the new one is. The updated stick figures of uh, the jockey. The only, the only <laughs> well, way. The only way you're this upset in a bikini and swim trunks is if there's a lot of alcohol involved. So like, uh, I, what I if he had to, they went out to dinner? There is a little too much saltpeter in his steak, and she got real mad. <laughs> he can't about get it, it off because he was in the military. Man, <laughs> Jesus, they're really, to me. Yeah, they're really trying to have a three way, and it just didn't work out. So she he just got, started. She's suffocated to death. Yeah, yeah she's just punching him like, "Don't you embarrass me in front of company." <laughs> Okay, you know what? This, we're, I'm gonna take this and run with it, like she tried to do, and fucking go on to <laughs> like, like <she> <laughs> <laughs> go to like this is what we do with men in society that get screwed over. We just relentlessly make fun of them. We do that not is, give a fuck. We or we don't give a fuck. Them. Or we prejudge them. It's yeah. just like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp took years to come out and said that Amber was beating his ass, and we're just and, like, and, oh, and, that and sucks. Everybody, yeah, and we and just people, pushed it away. People didn't feel bad till they found out that she was like stabbing this dude, trying yeah. to light him up. Like, yeah, know, like, like oh damn! Like, and oh, someone wow. still mostly just kind of chuckled, like, oh shit, she yeah, tried to fucking yeah. stab Johnny Depp. Yeah. They were still making memes, and if Johnny would have shot shot her in a foot, Johnny would have been the villain. Yeah, yeah. the only bad yeah. guy. Like, <laughs> think, of, and this is this was where my segue was going. Jada Pinkett Smith gets oh, outed by. Hold on, hold on one second. What we have to acknowledge that Johnny Depp referred to his wife or whatever is Amber Turd after she shit in the toilet seat. <laughs> And that he called her Amber Turd, and that had to come up in public. Like, you know, Lex, you're married, like, whatever, yeah. Mitch, you as well. Like, you're in this relationship, but all of a sudden your girl does something, and you call her a silly nickname. Like, you make a dumb rhyme, like, Amber Turd rhymes with herd. Yeah, and then you 10 do, years later, you're in court saying, yes, I did call my wife yeah. Amber Turd. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy in a $4,000 suit is saying, did you, at one point in time, yeah. call yeah. your wife Amber gave the Turd? Some lady went to a, a half, you know, like one of those little weekend colleges to learn how to be a stenographer. God, Nothing personal, stenographer is my out. bad. She had to type Amber Turd on no, the fuck the stenographer. Write that down. Yeah, the, the, the lawyer's trying to make it a validation for Johnny getting his ass whooped. <laughs> cause yeah, and see? effect. Your honor, cause and effect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith gets outed by 
some dude that looks like he escaped Neverland and then started rapping. Oh, he, does like Matt, I, I, he does look like the man. He looks like a lost boy that got out of Neverland and then he just had to grow up somehow and now he raps. And he, and she's fucking him. And what came out of it? We memed Will Smith, who was just trying to have a conversation with her to like try to like get in front of it because everyone knew that this was going to blow up right the nicest like, guy on the planet yeah he saved the planet eight times yeah. in his movies and all yeah. that came out of it was we're just making fun of will smith here's a face you, of him crying you have never heard, and the fucked up thing is you never heard will smith a story about will smith everybody always says he's the sweetheart and the nicest guy on the planet and and then you just have the, the interview bro that the was brutal. Was Why did they do that? Oh, Whose idea was it? Probably Jadis. Probably Jadis. It looked like he did. It looked like he did not want to be there. At he was. All, he, bro. Oh, dude, he was the most. You could if you. I don't even read body language, and he's sitting there. He's got like his hands kind of in his lap. It's like sitting there, kind of nodding along. She's sitting back like the cat that ate the fucking canary, just like oh by by eight I meant suck the uh, agus dick, I guess, and just like oh, lounged God. out like yeah, uh, you know, an entanglement. I was like, that's a Disney movie. What the fuck are you, or a Pixar movie. What the fuck are you talking Bro, about? And Entanglement, dude. You know, what, was funny, what was funny is like that the, the interview going the way it did, right? So y- you sleep with this, this no-name guy, which uh, you're obviously taking advantage of him because they both said that he had mental health oh, issues. Did we mention, time, right? Oh, we've left out the fact that he's really fucking young compared to yeah, her. 20, 21 years uh, uh, age difference, which is, which is, we can't, we can't, but let's not do that because everybody, I, I never really idolized you, Hefner. I kind of thought he was always a creep when you, yeah, the, the dude literally had a magazine for 10 year olds back in the fucking 70s. Now, uh, now uh, there are men that get glorified for dating young women, and so let's not do that to Jada. Let's 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 take the age out and leave the mental. No, no, no. The I'm saying that's, a, that's an added thing, though. Like yeah, if this was if this was Will was with a younger yeah, was girl bad. and it was cheating on Jada, it would be yeah. way fucking different. Just, like, oh, bro. the media would roast him. He'd be roasted. No, no, I mean, he's already getting roasted, and that's the no. But if he was fucked. the one that had yeah. the affair with someone twice, no, he would have been villainized. He would have been way more than Jada is, right? Like, yeah. They would have been like, he took advantage of her yes. and then drug her. Bro, his the power, crazy, his position level and all that yes. shit. The crazy thing about it is, is Jada was acting like it was just the most nonchalant thing. Will is looking like he is breaking down. Oh, he and, was and it, Bro, bro, was you know. disassociating. You, you know, you know that was like Will's version of anger because he kept, when Jada was like, yeah, I was in an entanglement. He was like, what happened, Jada? I wasn't. I just said. I just said it. I was in an entanglement. He's like Jada. What did you do, Jada? <laughs> like, dude, the when you saying time I saw that, repeatedly, <laughs> the last time I saw that man. face on Will Smith was in the legendary scene in um, oh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince of Bel Air when his dad walks oh, out man. on him, and he Bro. wasn't even acting. He was just drawing on his real life experience. That was the last time I saw that face on him. And bro. to me, I was like, what's fucked? Bro. It and and it's the, the most... same thing. Why am I not good enough? Why doesn't he want me? And now it's his fucking wife <laughs> that, in yeah. the same kind of scenario. I'm like, shit, dude. I don't like this at all. I stopped making jokes. I was like, I can't. That's raunchy. And they even went into the time frame, bro. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It happened for like a whole month. Dude, you mean going to tell me you were getting your back blown out for like a month and you're just telling your husband as who's sitting across from you in details as he's staring at you with his I eyes turning. I helped him with his homework. 
Yeah, like, oh my god, there's like pictures of him in August, just like yeah. Now all of a sudden, like, you look yeah. back on those things, yeah, you're like, like, like oh, and this guy was smelling in my face and just breaking. I almost, my I almost crashed. Day. I almost crashed my car the other day because I was driving home and I always have my Spotify playlist. It's got like 800 songs I've liked over the years, and I just hit you know randomize on it. And Bro, uh, he, J. Cole's song No Role Models came on, uh, and I all, never even got it. But when he's like that Jada and that Will Love, and I almost crashed my car, I was like, oh shit, I get, yeah. oh no. Yeah, and like, dude, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy when you think about it, man. Because, like, this guy has made multiple songs, like, literally, I can't really tell if they're, like, diss tracks or, like, this might just be how he really feels. He's like, I'm gonna wait for, like, there's songs about Jada Pinkett. Yep. About how he's waiting for him mm-hmm. and how like Will doesn't like just like he's using Will's name as like a punchline and like I'm like yo he even threw Rick Ross on there for a feature I'm like oh, oh my god this no. is getting out of hand this is getting out of hand this is the craziest rollout and like Jada and Will were probably just kicking it like everything has already blown over and then this shit comes to surface and Will has mm-hmm. to relive the experience all over again man who is holy the, shit. who is the chick that went on fucking Instagram or snapchat and called out Chappelle. oh uh, that was um oh my god what's her name now uh that is azalea azalea banks yeah why did august do that <laughs> oh my god but his actually ended up being true yeah why did he <laughs> like, decide was, like i know what to do she got a lot of yeah, attention i'm gonna do yeah. the same thing he was going into uh interviews like basically looking at the interview like yeah i said it like yeah let them try to deny it <laughs> like what the fuck bro like you were a messy nigga man <laughs> like, yo, you ain't even trying to be considered like that shit was probably something that's if you decide dude man you supposed to keep it hush hush right this cat august was just all over the world putting the business out he's and, like i need money on my album yeah yeah, yeah 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 it could have been just the, the just a nasty rollout for his album but god damn it did it work because people ain't know who the fuck august uh, the funny thing was is, this is kind of a full circle that goes back to because who was interviewing him the la- the uh, girl from Angela, the lady Angela, from fucking Charlemagne's uh, yeah, breakfast Angela club, breakfast club, yeah. And, and dude, she and he and dude, the way she was asking the questions, bro, she was just it was a well done interview. She was oh, yeah, just she was nodding right along, like man. nothing happened. It's like yeah. he, he could have like it's like he could have pulled a gun out, fired four shots in the ceiling, and she's just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that shit. <laughs> is Sorry, crazy, BC. Bro. Uh, I just realized just, he hasn't contributed. Gross. He's like, I have no. BC, like, just BC, BC already said it, though. He's like, yo, if the roles are fucking reversed, Will would have been better. There was women sitting there like, yeah, girl, you were unhappy. You deserve better. Yeah. Y'all, you deserve yeah. that at that time. I'm like, are you bitches fucking nuts? <laughs> Here's what I want to ask. Uh, and I was just not talking because I was listening to you. You two were fascinating. We're it was just really enjoyable. That's all it was. No, well, well, that too. Wait, no, I don't mean that. Well, sometimes Shit. it's like watching you drive a car, Mitch. Sometimes it's fun to watch the car crash. See, I listen. Listen, my uh, Camaro is still mostly in one piece. God damn it. Um, how do you feel? How do you think you would feel if you ended up being memed? Like I think about, so Will Smith got memed out of that moment, like his his big eyes, and we know the crying Jordan meme. Like any of these memes that have ever existed in these different people, like I think of that guy with the really, like the brown hat, like the druggy guy that's been memed, or the oh, nerdy guy in the sweater Steve. vest. <laughs> yeah, like I how do you feel? As a movie if- star, you probably can handle it a little bit differently probably better than the average being drone, yes. in the limelight but like oh. as like a nobody oh dude i i wouldn't know what the fuck did you just hope to god that no one recognizes me in person i just right? feel bad i would right. not want my personal life yeah. i just would want like i would feel as much as i want to be 
famous, and that's a very vague word, right? Vain. Fame is whatever you. Vain was the word. You're... <laughs> no, no, no. I want to be successful. I want to be successful. No, and in, I want to be successful in industries where you have to put yourself out there. So thus, it requires some sort of notice. So yes, whether you call it out or not, obviously that's what any of this is. Anyone that acts or anyone thing that does creative work, if you want to pull any sort of financial reward from, you have to put it out there. You have to have people consume it and purchase it. Man, don't make so me hold someone that who, mirror up to myself. Come on, man. What the hell? Well, no, at some point we do, right? No, it's 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 <laughs> nah, just it's, it's an honest look at who you are. So if you want to do that, then you better be ready. You have to have an understanding. An understanding. You have to have an understanding that your personal life could be discussed by people who have yeah. zero fucking clue what is really happening. And so I feel like I don't like it when I That's feel like my neighbors devil, are though, looking right? at me. Let thing. alone the internet talking about me. I think I would go, I can't go off the grid, but I think I would have to shut down and I try not to get on social media or the internet a lot, but I'm on it more than I should. I feel like if that happened, if my life gets too big, I have to go off. Like I have to go off that because I, I have thin skinned enough that I don't want to see it. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's it. I agree with you. I do like that's I'm, I I have it's the weirdest balance because I when I called you vain to be a dick but the funny thing is I wouldn't mind to see commonology take off that would be awesome and I but I share the same thing I'm like at the same time I watch those numbers go up like oh hey 100 views 120 views and I'm like oh wait a minute like the the sane part of my brain comes in real fast like as that dopamine hits there's also that cortisone of stress like uh, it means what I say hits a lot more people and that's a lot of you know, ears and eyes on, you know, combing through my words. And you're like, sure. oh, that's so that. Yeah, no, I agree entirely. The, the realization that it's like, oh, everyone's everyone knows who I am. Oh, everyone's going to. Oh, know yes, who I am. it's right. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's said both ways. Yeah. And the thing is, though, this actually loops back to at the very beginning of this episode, Lex was trying to get me to talk about something. And this plays perfectly. This has nothing to do with being famous or popular, but there was someone that I know and I've known for a long time who said some shit. And the funny thing was that it's what played into the mask thing. He's hardcore anti-mask, very, very angry that he has to do it in public to help oh, people. Man. And he was like going off on people and he'd been doing it for a little bit. Like he's going full Kanye, like just off his rocker about it. But whatever, you know, known for a while. I just let I just left those. I saw the status, would read it, and I'm like, and continuing on. Well, I, I, within my friend group, I am known as the annoying science guy, and so people are aware that I was a proponent of the mask, and I constantly am posting up things about coronavirus. I'm like, hey, this is still here. We're we're done with it because of our short extension span, but it's not done with us. So like, I'll keep putting it up. And he fucking not like there's, you know, oh, this guy took a shot across the bow. No, this motherfucker took a dag at me. He shot me with something bigger than what, uh, what's his face or Tori shot at Meg. Like, but, <laughs> in, but with stat, but with a status and someone pointed it out to me and I looked, read it and I was like, oh, wow. So like I, in this environment, I went up to him and I was like, yo, dude, that status. I know what that was fucking about. You're a, an asshole. And all he said was a bye-bye and ended it, right? And that was just a friend, someone I knew, mentioning something I was very obviously about me. And now I can't imagine how it would feel if you multiplied that by like 10,000 and made them all strangers. Yes. So... You ever yeah. worry about that, Lex? You ever worry about getting too famous? Any fame? Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> is I it do. okay? Real quick, to Mitch's point, is it vain to worry about it, or is it just realistic? In is what think, is it what anyone who plays anything, a sport, or does anything, hopes to be? Right, you hope I, to be the best. I don't think I don't think it's vain, but I guess when you no, say it like this, kidding. it I does do not think. But it's it, well, no, it's a good point. Like, and I don't think you're. I'm not. I don't take it personal, fuckhead. But I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, That's, I'm not coming I, back on your show. <laughs> well, no one misses you. Um, oh so, Jesus. <laughs> This is you. Uh, Whatever, just because you bought it, an expensive mic. Yes, right? Mine's, I don't know. It's a sure. Uh, I just quite, I'm just curious. Like, does it, it's interesting because you would talk about it because you want to be there, but you don't want to talk about it, right? It's yeah, one of those yeah. things, right? I, you talk I, about it too much or too cocky. Too close to the I am a full, yeah, I'm, I'm a full-blown uh, introvert and I don't, I want attention only to get messages out there and to get people to see what it's the, the middle ground. I, I love entertaining people, but I love entertaining them from a distance. I don't want to be harassed by people. I don't want my business. Like if I were to be to, to that stature, I would be more like, um, I'm trying to think of uh, a celebrity that like, you don't really hear too much about in their personal life, man. Like Denzel Washington, you've really never heard anything personal about Denzel Washington. <laughs> I mean, just think about just think about any news articles. Have you ever heard any scandals or anything? He's you never even you, I didn't even know he had a wife until like last year. <laughs> no, it's mostly his best like whatever messages he wants to get out there when he chooses yeah. to do interviews, when he chooses to let things out. Yeah, it's very much Denzel yeah. motherfucking Washington. Uh, like that's same, top yes, shelf already. Yes. Same thing with with Sam Jackson or even Leonardo DiCaprio, they tried to pry into Leo's business back in like the 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 nineties when they were yeah, like getting on the, the amount of fucks he doesn't give. It's yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say Leo. I was gonna exactly say this. Yeah, Leo just, what, is just AF all day long. He yeah. just doesn't care. Yeah, and and that's how it would be. But like, I still wouldn't want cameras in my face twenty four seven when I'm just trying to take a shit or to, like take my kid to to an amusement park or whatever. So like, that's that that lie. There lies uh, the weight of wearing a crown. Or no, it's not really a crown. It's uh, posting a camera in front of you. Oh, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, and but to BC's point, what he's saying is, yeah, of course, as long as you dot your eyes, cross your T's, don't do anything too stupid. But the meme is this weird, like rogue agent because it doesn't matter what you did, what was actually happening, or even what the context was. It's a picture. There is a human projection of emotion or thought onto it, and that's it. Like, that dude, shitbag Steve, with the hat, he was just standing there and had a bad, like, wardrobe idea for that night, right? I bet that guy in real life wasn't that bad at all. But, because that picture captured a specific, like, scenario, scene, as a human, you can project everything you want into that and now that guy is that that's called being memed and what bc is saying is no matter who you actually are what is actually happening this rogue agent like an asteroid like planet x flying through the solar system can nail you for no fucking reason and it's game over you are now that meme how would we deal with that and i don't have an answer for it uh that reminds me of a story so it's vaguely uh, familiar. So uh, a few years ago, I went back to my fraternity in college, and I had not returned to my fraternity in quite a few years, not for any particular reason, but I was not a good student 
in college, uh, I, I knew how to party well. I went to Otterbein College at the time in Westerville, Ohio. Uh, I got put on probation academically. Hell then I went yeah. to Akron University. And then I had to go back to Otterbein, and I did better in the second term. But I still enjoyed my partying better than my schooling. I've grown and matured a lot in those ta- in that time. but So I never really had like a relationship with alumni and like some of the people do. But I went back on my 20th at the urging of some people and it turned out to be a fun time and seeing some people I hadn't seen in quite some time. But at one point I found myself in the fraternity house, which brought back a lot of memories, which is a much longer conversation for another day. But I was flipping through this book, this random book of photos. And there was a photo of a person in like a white t-shirt and a pair of jorts and a Phoenix Suns hat. And if you knew me in the mid nineties, son, that was my outfit of choice. Uh, so I was a person laying in the grass, passed out, arms a spread like an angel with a little caption someone had written on a ripped up post-it note. Like they wrote it and then tore it in half that just said, who the hell is this question mark? And I had to take a picture. And then I was, I was sitting with these younger, like these current, I guess, people in the fraternity. I was like, holy shit, that is me. And they're like, people have talked about this photo for years trying what? to figure out who that person was. And I was like, that is me. I'll send that picture to you as well. Because uh, there's I, I not was, to make it the clip art. Uh, the random picture of me passed out on a lawn. And so within this uh, very, you know, singular group of people, you know, not widespread on the internet, but there was this mystery of who this person was. And then I also had that reflection of to uh, many people who had seen that photo that probably defines me. And yet that was much like shitbag Steve, one particular moment in one particular time. Like the, the BC Wayman that you see before you is not the person that was passed out in a white t-shirt, a Phoenix Suns hat and a pair of jorts, yep. right? Like jean shorts, which was I can't apropos. By the way, that. it's 1993. So they were fuck cool. Don't bash people. Um, Listen, the nineties were not nice to us in, 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 uh, in the style department. You know what I realized watching the last dance of that Michael Jordan documentary is how big suits were in the 90s. Like suits right now are very fitting. Yes, like everyone, even the most luxurious suits that Jordan and all the athletes wore were giant compared to the very slim suits we have today. Oh, man, they look like those fucking uh, Goombas from uh, the Mario. (laughs) Mario. Everyone dressed up like Goombas. You are 100 percent correct. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, that's a big ass." Yeah, we're all that one guy from the master disguise. We're not turtly enough for the turtle club, <laughs> right? Turtle, 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 turtle. Oh, oh my god, I've met very few people who know the Dana Carvey turtle, turtle, turtle reference. It's something really? I share really? with my oldest son. Uh, my oldest son, shout out. We do turtle, turtle, turtle because we were big fans. He was a young kid, like six or seven, and Master of Disguise was was a. Uh, family friendly enough movie to watch and it was cute yeah, it was and like so i often kind of thing. do that phrase with him and only i've never met anyone who knows every time i do it randomly in public which makes me sound like a weirdo by the way if i'm like turtle 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 like in public like but don't worry there's movie. there's great men like lex and i that would totally know what you're talking about apparently so right i would be proud of that <laughs> uh, uh. Just, you're just in a story like turtle turtle and then from like two hours old you're just you're like turtle turtle and like okay we gotta leave we gotta leave <laughs> it's like a right marco now. polo the yeah. coolness that's how you know coolness. who's down yes the calling how... car the cool that's how i like to look at that's it that's the turtle club um i have no idea where right. to go from this i'm gonna ask lex's opinion on someone that i don't think it's controversial uh but lex where are you at on kanye right because he's um, running for president he's also going crazy he's divorcing kim 
He's just all over the place. Is he having a bipolar meltdown? Should we feel sad or is it I, funny I, to talk I, about? Here's the thing. You don't really hear too much from Kanye throughout the year unless there's a, a rollout of a uh, uh, album, right? What <gasps> she does, what she is working on, what she I'm does have a common thread here with, with Dr. Dre. Now, that is not to, to like there could be multiple things that are true at, at, at the same time. So notice that uh, because you don't hear from Kanye all the time, like he's not like the media is not focused on him all the time. You know, he's not giving out speeches and all this crazy because shit need to and, take breaks from that guy, man. Right, right. And that is because of that, <laughs> because when you're when you're doing um, a press run, right, you have to speak about things. You you're you're going for president. You're going to have to open your mouth. And I think that he may be like this all the time. Uh, but it just so happens that there is an album coming out. He just did did a uh, deal with the gap. And uh, I was watching a video from the actual uh, campaign and there were people like walking, well, mostly black people. They were walking out, especially when he hit the Harriet Tubman line. Okay. And I, I, I okay. don't know. I, I don't know if it's because he's bad shit crazy or like, cause I, they told, tell me that I'm bipolar and I know when I argue or when I, when I do go on a rant, when I'm like absolutely like angry and shit, sometimes I say things that don't absolutely make sense or have anything to do with anything it's just like you're trying to get words out and it doesn't come. But like when he says something, it's it's beyond bizarre. So I don't think that he's just bipolar. I, he may be fucking schizo. <laughs> and they're just not getting him the right treatment for it. And he's such a cash cow uh, because uh, Chris Jenner had actually responded to Kanye today. And they said uh, she she gave the the PR response where it was like, oh, you know, we love Kanye to death and he he's just going through a lot. And, you know, he's been like this since his mother died and he doesn't really want to divorce Kim and this, this and that. But like, I believe some of the things that Kanye was saying, like one of the things he said was that Kim Kardashian accused Kanye of giving her AIDS and then she found out that she was pregnant and he didn't want to have the baby. That could be true. Kim may not want the world to know about that. The world shouldn't know about that. But I, maybe it's not too far off. Maybe Kanye has a lot of built up um, animosity towards the family because, to be honest, Kim has been through a lot of dudes and they've all become either crazy or their careers aren't the same after her. And Kanye West has stuck in there the longest time period. Not saying that her pussy is cursed. Hold on, hold on. Let I me think dissect you just that. Said that her pussy is cursed. Yes. And with that, like the media, like the media, we're gonna take a break from Kanye. There is more stuff I want to talk about, but we're gonna we're gonna take a break on cursed pussy, and we will be right back. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, where we left off was uh, Lex was going on a tangent about Kanye, and we decided to take a break. Yeah, well, he okay. Listen, man, he's obviously he's a musical genius, and geniuses have some type of uh, there's a type, there's a personality type. There's a type of yeah, there's a type of insanity that comes with it. But I think that Kanye has been stressed out to like just imagine being a mar married to a Kardashian. How long has Kim Kanye Kim, been Kim Kanye? He's been Kanye for uh, for years. That's what he's I mean. uh, 
he he didn't get to the the fame that he he uh you know he has you know and in terms of being super famous, he hasn't gotten to that. It took him uh, dropping the college dropout to get to that point because before he was just the producer for Jay-Z, Dame Dash, and Rockefeller. And he was being used by all types of different companies trying to find his way as a producer. And then he gets in a car crash where they had to wire his fucking mouth, mouth shut. And then he drops the album, The College Dropout, with such features from all these great acts from Jay-Z to fucking uh most deaf and you know just just an amazing album and then he continues to to have this great musical career throughout and and producing for big names and and having hit after hit after head become and then just becoming one of the most beloved people in music and so beloved that some people do not care what spills out of his mouth uh and doesn't think that hey maybe this guy needs help all they because when you're the the average fan, all you care about is the music being produced, or if that person is still entertaining you. And there lies the problem with the, the the concept of Kanye West and what people portray him to be, and what is actually happening. I think that he's actually schizophrenic. Schizophrenic, dog. The shit that he was saying was off the charts. I think he just what, got away what? with saying whatever he wants for so long that it doesn't see what's wrong with it. Bro, uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's a such thing of saying what you want to say and then just totally not act like not saying things that are historically documented accurately and just going totally off the wall. It, it's like he's Black Trump. <laughs> he <laughs> is he Black was. Trump. There. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so I mean, so, I mean like, here's right. where. Let me pull up the picture of him wearing a mega hat. <laughs> here's. <laughs> Here's my take on this. So you know all that stuff he's saying about his wife, right? On online, where at? Like you're both in long term relationships. Where at in your relationship? In the speaking of the Leo, on your Leo, I don't give a fuck scale of zero to running around Hollywood in a V neck sweatshirt and sandals and a flat cap with uh-huh. a Starbucks in one hand and three cigarettes in the other. Hell to yeah. uh, so zero to that. When you start talking about your wife online in that way. I said like so many times. That is not something that I am going to be able to do. That's not something I can recover from, not on a fan level, but on a home level. So yeah. where in your relationship are you comfortable enough to put her on blast, for lack of a better term, in those words? That conversation back home is super awkward. So was- I think it has to spell the end of it because I can't imagine I'm not surviving that relationship. Let me tell you right now. I say those things about my wife. It's not good. His rant about his wife, about Harriet Tubman, about all of that was so bad that fucking Dave Chappelle had to fly out to Wyoming (laughs) to make sure when a comedian has to fly out. To make sure you're okay, there may be a serious issue here. It was and so bad. Bro, flew out. Bro, when landed, yo, they say like there, there was this isn't even a joke. They were talking about it on the Breakfast Club oh, and on, on the Joe Biden podcast that when Dave Chappelle got there, like when he got there, he just kept saying, it. Hey, he just kept calling you just was like, yo, can you tell me a joke, nigga? Oh, <laughs> like, no. like, what the fuck, bro? Chappelle, I can just hear Chappelle. I can so Bill, hear him. He's just like he's like, man, are you oh because you know they've been they, they've been friends for years. Like okay? he's, he's he's had yeah, hey, he's had Kanye. On the show. Kanye. They've been in touch like, like Kanye. 
Kanye gets Kanye went on tour with him with the little block party thing Dave was doing. Like they they've been friends for a long time. So when Dave Chappelle has to stop what he's doing to go fly out and make sure you're okay, there may be a issue. If Dave Chappelle thinks what you're doing is crazy, you gotta tone it down. <laughs> yes, yeah. Holy like, yo, hell! Like, I can I just picture picture him like just sitting next to him and like, dude, he showed up in like a fucking uh, a jean vest too. When you show oh, up in a jean vest, oh, oh man, that's just what on. the closest thing no, to it was. It's like yeah. I gotta get out there and help Kanye, and he just grabbed yeah. the mirror thing. Was- <laughs> yeah. it's no, his sir. inner Ohio. No, yeah, no, sir. That's his inner Ohio right there. <laughs> yeah. oh, he's dating representing right, bro. The pictures. The pictures were hilarious because it looked like Dave was like, yo, bro, I don't think this is the time for a picture, but they just snapped it anyway. <laughs> God, I want a picture. I don't know. Take a picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, they, I like he may be one of those people um, who need to be committed. But like I I have a relative. Um, I'm not going to like put my business out there, but I have a relative that is we believe that she is uh, schizophrenic, but doesn't want to get help. So I understand, like, that's why I'm not forgiving Kanye for the things he said. I'm just simply saying he may really need some fucking help. And because of his stature, maybe people are not willing to do the hard thing and either commit him or, like, dude, he's going to, like, I, I, I'm worried that the guy's going to either killing himself or killing you or, or kill Kim. Or he might just kill the whole Kardashians. Like, yo, man, this is what's oh, supposed man. to happen. Oh, like God. I'm trying to laugh, but now that just got dark because I'm like, yeah. yes, yeah. I mean, just see that. Like, if you if I opened up Twitter to first thing tomorrow morning, and that's yeah. the headline on there, I'm gonna feel awful. But I'm yeah. also not going to be surprised. Totally out. Like I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I mean, I we think, just talked about tonight, what, so uh, that's awful. We, but he coined the phrase yeah. earlier: the uh, not surprising jump scare. <laughs> He said that they were white supremacists and that the movie Get mm-hmm. Out was about, yeah. And he said that the movie Get Out was about him and during his campaign mm-hmm. and on his Twitter. But, rants, but it didn't happen Twitter. yet, bro. So he thought that they had some type of clairvoyance to him running for president while with the Kardashians, and they made the movie preemptively about it. Well, Get Out's already been, Get Out was the first Jordan Peele movie. No, I, All right. No, I mean, he said that it's about his Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so no, no, they, no, no, not about his run for president, just the family, the Kardashians. Oh, and then, okay. Yeah, like they, they like he is like they put him in a sunken place. Wow. Cuz right, like remember, remember two remember 2 weeks ago he also denounced Trump. So now I'm really confused like I'm so confused on what this man is and what he represents. I I'm like, bro, did the Kardashians do the Kardashians have like some type of crazy voodoo? I say this every time. I'm like, Kanye doesn't know what Kanye's doing. That's true. But I'm just like, bro, you saying some shit like that. I get like I would be paranoid as fuck if I'm Kim. Like, yo, this motherfucker might kill me in my sleep. <laughs> just because he, he thinks something just because he, he's paranoid about me and my family. Yeah, man. He get, he went like full Jesus freak and had uh Kim wearing those suits we were just talking about from the nineties. Bro, to he be had honest. A- he, he, he tweeted on or he's like, I need my women to stop showing off the butts. Yeah, he, tweeted, <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted on Monday that like Chris Jenner wasn't allowed to see their kids. Um, okay. So now I'm like, I'm like, really? Like, I'm like, bro, is it like, like, what if he's not lying, though? That's the thing. Like, I don't I don't know. It's hard to say with him. That's the thing, though. He's so off the wall. You don't know if he's doing it on purpose, yeah. if it's theater, if he's nuts. It's so it's so opaque. 
and all over the place at this point. It's like trying to make out a picture in like a notepad with scribbles. Yeah. So in, say, six months from now, are we just discussing his further fall into insanity or are we just talking about his overly hyped album release that he's trying to get himself attention for? Honestly, what do you think well, is the more likely months, outcome? Yeah, honestly, it in could. six months, if we're so calm that we're talking about this and not like how our medical system failed, I'll be happy. <laughs> we're we're going to be enough. talking about it because Dr. Dre is also attached to the project. Oh, no. And so, like, it's the, it, like this project is, is huge just because it's a Kanye West album produced by Dr. Dre. That's that I mean that's like oh, he yeah, didn't no, that's have not to, going he, away. Yeah, he, he didn't have to do any antics to fuck himself. Like yo, I'm buying. Like yo, I'm I'm streaming it immediately. But I, I don't know. I just think it's because he has to do press runs and because he really thinks he should be president of the United States. Like dude, he went to his press conference in a fucking bulletproof vest. Even the fucking even the the security looked like they were like scared when he was talking. Like, like what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Yeah, when the bouncer <laughs> looks nervous, I get yeah, nervous. Yeah, like I'm like, bro, this dude is slide to the left, slide to the left, smiling. How long are we really going to do? Like, do, how how long is it before he actually gets some fucking help? And like, for all we know, he may be on drugs, and like, it's just not in the. That's public. another thing, right? There's so many ways. Maybe so many is a pretty definitive yes. Yeah, like he might That's, be like. Just why are we up redefining words? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty confident now. Like, I should say yeah. allegedly, confidently, yes. Motherfucker smoking angel dust and shit. Like, what the fuck is he on? There's a lot of things happening there. Do you think... Uh, I think the world's on fucking angel dust right now, man. Oh, man. I think famous people get crazy. I think I mean, when people love you, you just oh. get... When you get so much... Uh, I was just listening to an interview with someone who talked about uh, doing, like, small shows. Then one time they got to do, like, a show with 10,000 people. And that type of adulation was mind-numbing. And so imagine doing... 50,000 people a night and becoming a yes person and having teams and teams of people. Yeah, I think being yes famous man. makes you a little crazy. Having people move to your beats and your, in your words, like rhythmically gyrate in a trance like thing. It's a messiah like moment. And so you do that repeatedly again and again and again. And yes, I think it can affect you. And then you add in, you know, I think it's always undershadowed until 20 years later doing a good, E true Hollywood story, all the drugs and alcohol and yeah. craziness that, that was going on. Like we know that happens behind the scenes. It's so not always just the that. ultimate goal of like a like the world view celebrities. Like it's just like, oh, this is just a build up for a good documentary. Sometimes it seems that way. Ish. Is it ish? Ish. That's off like I just said that and I depressed myself. <laughs> oh. It's like we're all just <laughs> shitty. <laughs> We're just shitty documentaries waiting to be made. Right, that's the reality. Oh, the that's some deep, like, <laughs> talk right there. Yeah. Uh, We're just all documentaries. Just that won't get made. Waiting to be filmed. Yeah. It's the writing of, of, of the simulation. The funny thing is, we are writing our own documentary through Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Yeah, we are. Discord and this fucking thing I call a podcast. A lot of them falsified. Yep, this is all made <laughs> up. I'm not real. Bye. Oh my god! Uh, no, I mean like people like always put on facades on the fucking the social oh, yeah. media sites, like make their lives look greater than what it is. And we all say we do that. We're like, oh no, I'm very aware that they're putting up a fake version of themselves. But deep, like deep down, without realizing it subconsciously, I feel like it still it still sits there. Like something gets through the filter. 
right. That's, that's a double entendre right there. I like that. Something gets <laughs> through the filter, and you still like, ah, but you know, maybe I should be more that, or like the the way they portrayed their life, like this, or maybe I am farther away from a goal that they seem to have made, right? How sad. I don't know. I try not to. I try not. It's hard to be in the spot of scrolling and looking at other people's, particularly Facebook and maybe Instagram. Not so much on the political end, but just speaking like when people because it's mostly positive pictures and moments they put up or obviously their political beliefs. But getting past those when these positive moments, sometimes you feel I think people there's a lot of depression because you feel like people are so much happier than you. And in reality, they're just posting a very singular selected moment much like me passed out on the floor wide arms are spread with who the hell is this guy like that's their positive moments like yay here i am world nowadays it'd not, be a hashtag that's not the reality <laughs> yeah well, now it's all different opinions i don't know it's hard sometimes people to separate <laughs> people who have a weird time separating like reality and like fiction uh lex yeah. let me Which ask you a question back to kanye <laughs> yes yeah right i have a question for you guys is video game players because um, I have a very strict, like, you know, these free-to-play Battle Royale games, which oh, I enjoy the free-to-play option. How much money, on average, would you guess you spend on them for uniforms, different types of outfits, uh, battle passes, those things? Are you a believer in spending real money to wear a skiing outfit, or are you just getting it for free and try to minimize your financial investment into free-to-play games? I do not support it, but I do it. Okay. I, I, how much would you guess? Like how much per um, game or per week? I don't know. What do you do? I don't do it for every single game. I have to like be, I have to know that I am playing the game for, for a long time. Like this game Valorant. Yeah. I, I buy skins for it. Uh, and they're like really expensive skins, but I like the game so much and the skins are really, really cool to me. I'm not in support of it, but I, you don't play anything to play the game. So I'm like, fuck it. If this is the way everything's going, I'll play ball just to support the game. Yep. Um, if I had to take a guess on how much I've spent so far, it's probably spent maybe about one fifty on a game so far. Okay, I think that's fair, Mitch. How about you? Um, I don't do a lot of free to play. Uh, like okay. like everything from Fortnite to I can't remember was Apex. Is Apex free to play? Was it originally Apex? Yeah, yeah, I think it still is. Okay, I, I think I've spent like twenty bucks on Apex. I got like one of the battle passes when I was playing for that one month. I like got into it for some reason. I was playing with Nate. Um. So 20 there. The game that the funny thing is I've, I've probably spent maybe maybe $30 on like iPhone, like those kind of games, like a game I played tons and tons of times. Well, this was a while ago, like before it was even a really big thing. It was like, hey, do you want to speed this up? And I, I would drop money on it. And this, this is over years. I'm not proud I of it. I you. do not do that anymore. In fact, like I said, if I even smell a paywall, I delete the game. Uh, the, yeah. money I, the game I spent the most money on is a game that I paid for, uh, ironically enough, and that's Destiny. I probably have no joke. If you incorporate, like, statues, goofy, you know, memorabilia, tokens, trinkets, stupid shit with Destiny, I've dumped thousands. Easily Shut the over front the years. door. Dude, um, I'm looking, I can look around my room right now, just in front of me. Oh, you're talking swag and paraphernalia yeah, as yeah. well. Top, okay, well, that's a little bit different. Of, like, the season passes... Um, DLC, the games originally. And okay, I let me ask you this: spend money like on the silver, like, the though. game Yeah, no, I, I have bought okay. probably. You do, you do the silver to buy cosmetic stuff. Yes. Okay. See, I that, am the opposite that, of both. Maybe of you. like a couple hundred. 
on like the silver right. over the years. The the money that I was talking my about was like yeah, swag. Um, swag is a little different because yeah. I feel like represent. I have a little warlock, uh, little toy figure right next to me as I'm talking. So I I feel you there. Nice. But I, I am the opposite. I try not to spend. Or I try to spend as little as possible per game. So my goal is. I play it for a few rounds, and if I like it, I will buy the battle pass. So that's typically nine ninety nine, mm. right? Ten dollars, and then I have to play it enough to earn the free coins because you typically can get enough after, say, so many levels. You get another thousand, and you can buy next season's battle pass. So if I can't in one season play it enough to purchase the second season, then I tap out and move on to another one. In Destiny, now I have bought every expansion, I guess, season pass. Those things but I have not spent any additional money on silver. But I'll tell you what game I have. If there's any game I spent money on, it's probably only like $20 for an inexpensive game. There's this little game called Speedrunners. I don't know if you've ever that, played it. The game is phenomenal. I love it. Oh, it's phenomenal. My brother and my I'm son I'm sad and I still more people play don't it. play it. It's the best game ever if you're ever down for an Xbox Speedrunner session. Absolutely. That is one of my favorite games to play. Uh, I have bought every uh, skin for that for some unknown reason. Because uh, they were funny. like four dollars a piece. Oh, they are fun! I wanted to be a banana one, so I wanted yep. to do that. <laughs> uh, but I felt like goofy. I had They're played great. that game so much for free. Maybe how Lex speaks. Like I, I had played so much for free that I felt you, I, you owe, deserved you owed it. it to them. Yeah. yeah, because I I did that, and it's the opposite. If I buy like a sixty dollar game and only play it for two hours, I don't and, ever. And that's like, one of the reasons money. I'm not as adamantly against it as Lex is, and that's the only like that's the only caveat for me is because if it's free to play or if it's really really cheap as a game and you get like hundreds of hours of it, and they don't release like DLC and everything they do is all optional and like patches and everything are free, I feel compelled almost like a tip, right? Yeah, I mean I played thousands of Fortnite games and Warzone games, thousands not Warzone, yeah. but thousands of. And I've probably spent 20 bucks, you yeah. know. But, uh, so you don't have to, the people that get upset, you, you don't have to spend anything. I played thousands. Now, I've never won a game, so, but you, that doesn't matter about the skins. That's just because I suck. Well, the, a uh, lot I of the money comes it. from whales. What? The, the whales? Oh, <laughs> well, I get what you like. It was just yeah, a weird yeah, yeah. transition on the term. I was like, Sorry. what? Like, <laughs> like I pictured like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and there's like mystic <laughs> sea whales up there that are feeding the nations. Like, that would explain a lot if we had whales. That were making decisions and like droning Trump, like EM, uh, like about? telekinesis that is exactly stuff. What's happening? Yeah, that makes way more sense whales than what's really capitalism. happening right now. That the whales are actually controlling society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, now I derailed that conversation with the word whale. It happens sometimes. Uh, how's your uh, Twitch streaming going, Lex? You feeling it? You still hey, doing it often? Yeah, I'm doing it every day. Um, I just, I, I guess I got to start playing like fucking dumbass games that I don't want to play to get the viewership up in terms oh. of uh, the average. So, got to sacrifice I, love for numbers. Are you about yeah, to do that? Are you about no, to sell out? out? Oh, no. He's about to sell out. Yeah. Well, not, I do want to test the water because uh, my cousin is not the most entertaining guy, but he's been playing this weird ass battle royale called uh serviv and got 54 fucking viewers at once and literally he's only been streaming for a month like he had his 30 Uh day market got affiliate and there's people lucky thing yeah yeah, there's no there's people but like i I don't but i can't like i i I don't want to insult him and be like bro did you pay reviews (laughs) but like how would he do that that, because you yeah on you could uh there's a system that you can buy for twitch and it'll just 
bot. It'll just start botting you viewers. Uh, I learned which once. Moves you uh, up the, uh, the you list. can buy edit. I when buy I worked Twitter for likes. Uh, no, you yeah. can buy everything. I was a uh, marketing <laughs> consultant for uh, a company, and I got deep into this world. And by the way, bought some. Let's be legit. Bought a lot. Uh, yeah. Twitter's, Facebook, Instagrams. You <laughs> buy them, or you you give in, you give a percentage of sales to Instagram influencers to go out there and promote your product. It's really CD. And so oh, yeah. they're oh, like, yeah. bro, like legit, if you don't have like 10,000 to start, no one's going to notice you. So you're like, boom, you pay for it. You get 10,000. No one's paying attention. There are a bunch of bots. It makes nothing, but it's like, it's just on paper. It just impresses someone else to, it's yeah. a stat line that says that. Yeah, so like, it's, it's very like CD. CD. So I wouldn't climbing. put it past someone. I feel like that's a little small to start, but I wouldn't put it past someone to, build numbers up because then you get put into some weird algorithm on the internet that picks up trending topics and then more more people trend you and then you become rebecca black in the friday friday thing right it just becomes one did you see this did you see this and it just exponentially grows and it's like all of a sudden you're a fucking shitback steve meme (laughs) that's just how it happened i listened to a lot of podcasts that made it big and they said that it was crazy because you know one day they had four people and then they ended up on the front somewhere because they got a lot of reviews and yes. poof, now they have 8,000 listeners and they're like, whoa, shit. <laughs> it's just because you ended up on that front page and people click on that. I think. Do you think it changes you guys? Do you think your show changes if all of a sudden you go viral? I hope not. I really hope not. The only thing Can I you see a true. Are you a documentary waiting to happen? The eventual fall of Mitch and Lex, the evil battle that does <laughs> the, them both in? <laughs> the flash no, in a pan. Yeah. Like, I'm the, not changing for nobody. The bitterness that happens between them, the love triangles, the murders. Who the fuck's the triangle? Where's the oh, third? I don't know. Are you involving yourself in this one? Getting We're weird. writing some fiction into this. We gotta. It's ratings, gentlemen. We gotta. We gotta boost the rating. Ratings, so, gentlemen. We need some love triangles. <laughs> Listen, I just invited you to join oh, my podcast. We need, where would you need to fucking step your game up, bro? Yes. We need centaurs. <laughs> we need short people with centaur. guns. We, just about we need it. crazy Kanye's. Uh, we need all of that. We need sad Will Smiths. We got. Uh, we need lots of that. That's a party. You said we need sad Will Smiths is hilarious. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing a collage of sad Will Smiths now. <laughs> Not good. It's like a kaleidoscope. Oh my god, dude, that shit's funny. Oh, I, was, I was trying dude. to come up with a portmanteau for Will Smith and Kaleidoscope, but I I drew blanks. So. Well, well, I think this should be the last talk topic. Let's talk about cancel culture and how do y'all feel about the whole Nick Cannon situation? I, I didn't follow enough of what the hell happened because it all happened so fast. I literally wasn't even able to like catch the train, if you will. It was like one day you're like, yo, Nick Cannon's in trouble for being racist. And I was like, what? And you're like, yo, he's already apologizing. I'm like, huh? And you're like, it's over. <laughs> he like, gets what the fuck. He gets automatically canceled from Viacom, but yet Karen Ingram goes and says the most blatantly racist shit on a daily basis and still keeps her job. Yeah, no, cancel culture is a weird weird <laughs> gun, right? Like, it's it just random people catch the full brunt of it for whatever reason. And then other people, it's almost like it's if it's so, if it's so like normalized, it doesn't garner enough of a tsunami to wash it away. It's just like a constant lapping of water. But when it comes out of nowhere, the tsunami takes them out. That That's why I think the cancer culture is like if you get enough all at once, then it topples it. If it's just Bro. a constant, you know, thing. It was... I don't know. It was, I don't know what I'm doing with that metaphor. I have no idea. <laughs> it was so hurtful to Nick 
that he literally said that he was thinking about committing suicide when he got the call from Viacom. Jesus Christ, man. Because then you think about it, like, all your say? That, that, okay, let's start from the beginning. What the hell did he say? We, we like to hop all over the fucking place. I watched a clip, man. It was basically, uh, and it's not really a far-fetched thing because the Jewish oh, community God. does like they do have a lot of power in Hollywood, oh, no. and he was basically talking about shit. Lex is about to get canceled. We're yeah, fucked. He was talking, talking about uh, I guess, even I guess, started. I guess it's a. I guess to the Jewish community, it's extremely offensive to speak about the power that they hold, which I think is gangster as fuck that they even have that power. Um, but because well, it's a long-running trope, it's like oh, the Jews control everything. Yeah. Yeah, he was speaking on that, and then he was also speaking on, I think there was a part in there where he was talking about the original Hebrews were black, and they didn't like that, and Viacom is, I think, owned by a Jewish family or some shit like that. Um, I I don't know how the, the ownership goes, but they canceled him immediately, and the funny thing was he didn't say that on anything on their platform. He said it on his own platform on his YouTube, uh, podcast or you know, show that he has. Huh. Uh, so they heard about it and they were like, what was yeah, it that he said, like, well, you would have to go back. It was like, when it happened, bro, we were supposed to record this like a week and a half ago. Um, oh, yeah, we haven't wrote yet. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's noticed. We haven't recorded in like a month yeah. and a half. Let me see, Nick Cannon. Well, here's, hold on. Well, well, yeah. he's looking that up to see exactly. Here's what I think. on. So, uh, and Nick Cannon, basically, he said some things associated in some uh, teachings associated with Louis Farrakhan, which, you know, yeah. is a very uh, pro, I think some people would say militant black. I'm not even trying to speak out of school. I think this is how they would classify it. And so it's, uh, you know, I think it's some common beliefs, but he has had trouble, Farrakhan himself, with anti-Semitic phrasings and words, mostly what Lex was echoing, like Jews and power and those type of tropes, right? Stereotypes. Uh-huh. And so we are in a spot now where... People are looking for small moments on the side, right? You have Drew Brees who says something, I feel completely innocent on the flag, just saying it's for the military. He gets called out, right? And then it goes back to it goes back to Kaepernick and starts with that. And it's just people calling each other out. And now we're at the spot where you have one side who will get someone like Drew Brees in trouble and get these other people who are saying, you know, racist things in trouble. And then someone comes back at Khan or not Kanye, but at Nick Cannon. And it was very minor compared to any of the stuff that said anywhere. It's not that big of a deal or Dwayne Wade, then tweeting in support and having to uh, retweet that or Steven Jackson, the NBA player uh, saying, you know, in support of it and Charles Barkley, like it's just causing a lot of divide for really silliness, but we're playing life like social media life, like a game, right? People are trying to win and they're on a team and they want to, push the other team's button. And so people just hop on and it gets very viral. And I'd be honest, companies feel a lot of pressure to fire well, people. And I funny. feel they should just not fire them because I think it goes away quickly and people do not care. No one's going to stop watching CBS because of Nick Cannon. There's a fucking what he said. They, that's killing they put it on and we're already the like, internet. Yeah, next topic. I don't know why. <laughs> I still live very much off the credence that what you read on the internet is not true. Because someone said I'm going to boycott Wendy's or some Starbucks or something on Twitter, and the companies then say, oh my gosh, we should stop. Yeah. They fear it. And all these silly uh, public um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, Public relations specialists oh, who PR go out there and rest. tell how they should respond. I am the opposite. When I think about marketing and such, Like you should you don't need to respond to those things. You no, don't like because it's, it's worse not if true. You try 
and what that's what happened. So we're in a spot where everyone's just trying to one up each other and get each other. What Cannon said was, I don't know, it was kind of douchey, but we don't need to cancel them. But the other side doesn't need canceled either. It's a silly game that adults are playing like children and a huh. bunch of the problem is up into what you would say i guess our leader plays these silly games as well and so now it's become like that's the way we should act and which is ridiculous like we need to act like adults and our president on down doesn't and so people just yeah. feel that's the case and someone just needs to say stop it and grow the fuck up I mean, I think that's all it takes. The problem is conversations have been whittled down and whittled down and divorced from context and made into, like, literally Twitter, like, retroactively, or that's not even the word, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Twitter has, like, taught us to try to do and converse everything in less than so many characters, right? What was the original? 60? 120 characters? And then they bumped it to, what, 260 or something? I think it was 140. Do you think the world looks back in 100 years? Do you think the whatever type of media we have in 150 years from now looks back and let's uh this is a really like stoner talk way to yay looks back on time right now as we sit what do they you know how we have like the revolution area in um uh my god i can't think of any of the eras that have happened in the good past. job the industrial revolution <laughs> yes the industrial revolution. The renaissance uh, the dark ages yes. is, is what would you think this area this era with the internet and the social media, because I think at some point this goes away and we evolve just like society always does. Like we're just growing up and growing up is hard sometimes and we're in a bad patch. So I think we evolve. So in 150 years from now, what is this era called and how do they remember the social, the evolution of the social era? Cause we're in the beginning stages in 50 years from now, we still have it, but it's different. And this is the birthing stages of it. What do you think they call this? Hashtag dumpster fire. <laughs> Hashtag big turd. <laughs> No man, I um I would say it would be called the uh, social media explosion, social media experiment, uh, grand scale human interaction catastrophe. Ooh, I like the human interaction catastrophe because it is a new <laughs> human way to interact. Catastrophe. That's there. Yeah. yeah. Oh there no, you, you, there's the you had it too. first. Nope, you kept going. <laughs> Just like any good comedian, you, you should have stopped. Up. Right. Yep, you, you had it, you nailed it, and then you just me, went right over the line. Before you have any more, Lex, quick, yep. say yours before he goes in on me any further. I can't do anything. <laughs> oh, do you think it looks God. back kindly on this, or do you think uh, do you think they look back and laugh, or do you think they look back as a turning point to a better world? Uh, is this a dark era, or is this, like, right now we're in it, and it seems very dark, but let's... Go thirty thousand foot view on this. Let's go really I, high I, in the sky. Do we grow from this, and oh this yeah, is like considered zoom, a better moment? I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we're just gonna realize that. I, I I don't know anymore. To be honest, I just feel like this shit is like exhausting. <laughs> exhausting. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, if there's a meteor that's gonna impact the Earth, uh, it just needs to happen soon. Because <laughs> it's just like we need some type of crazy change. Because we are getting, yeah, yeah, we, we're getting. It feels like us as maybe because we live in America, it just seems like the world is getting dumber. Yeah, uh, but it's it just it's definitely it, a perspective. It, it may, it may we do definitely not, have a very comfortable yeah, perspective. Let's be honest. Yeah, it, it may or may not just be a U.S. thing. We may just be too bored to really have real problems to worry about, like. If we lived in a different part of the world, this shit yeah. would seem nonsense. Yeah, that's, some that's another thing, right? Like, as we speak, I'm on a computer that's worth, like, 
a couple grand, right? Yes. And we're perspective there, gets yeah, lost. And we're pontificating about how awful everything is going. And as my cushy, air conditioned, skinny white ass is bitching into a microphone that costs more than some people will make in their lifetime, there's someone starving to death yeah. with a bowl. Yeah, all the people on complaining. Their on their $500 cell phones, wearing their expensive clothes, right? Yeah, on their down phones, with capitalism on their iPhone. Who, who, with yeah. their $9.99 Spotify uh, a month playlist, right? So it is yeah. perspective becomes yeah. sometimes Rage lost the machine in these conversations. As I play on Spotify with my $10 a month subscription. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel sometimes, but I do think, and maybe I am, I'm a very much a half glass full overflowing kind of person. Say that backwards every time. But I know because I'm weird. I have to believe that life is good, right? I just have to. I think that's the key to getting through it. And so I think that this time, I do think in 100 years from now, we will look back on this as a growth uh, spurt that was unplanned but necessary. And we are better people in 100 years. From now. Well, I mean, think I hope, about it this I, way. The Renaissance was happening during the Dark Ages. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Out of darkness, light is born. I feel like that's yeah. superhero shit. But, you did. Right? Yes. Did it. <laughs> and fear boners. Uh, illegal <laughs> I get porn those. moves. Oh, <laughs> That's the name. That you said that, and I was like, "Oh, you just beat fear boner." <laughs> oh my god! See man. how fast we can switch uh, fucking gears here on Commonology One Hundred and One. We can literally be talking about the grand scheme of things and how the waves of time will push us into the future and how is history going to reflect on this exact portion of time where we can't even grasp the absolute madness and disparity between the haves and the have-nots and then immediately say the words fear boner boner ha <laughs> <laughs> common all you want uh, everybody anyone uh, want to plug anything because i feel like it's time to wrap this up <laughs> bcd a thing man I was always right. I should. You always got to do the beginning. Uh, no one listens to the end. This one they will. I feel confident. Uh, a couple of podcasts out there behind the dock, Wayward Planet, uh, retooling a couple of other ones, and then uh, pretty soon um, I have some announcements with some other podcasts. Maybe getting together, uh, getting a few of us together, having a little uh, swinger party. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a little podcast swing party. Of course, it'd be fun. Uh, you know. So we'll cool. see, but. Definitely behind the dock. They are they are legal, but they're moves. Uh, behind the dock, Wayward Planet. <laughs> Check them out. Subscribe. Rate. We just heard reviews are important. So, uh, and then of course, you know, you fellas here at Commonology. I want you guys to go viral because I want to see your heads explode and see what kind of Kanye-like craziness you guys turn up to when you become famous. Maybe when we lose it, Lex is just walking around with a fucking <laughs> panther or some shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I can only hope. giant chains in a in a cheetah. Oh, I like how Lex went full super villain when he got yeah, famous. Oh, like, oh, Lex, just, his name just is there, Lex. Walking down a street, he's laughing, literally like, look at dude, my panther. Yeah, right. So, dude, oh, he's one. God. He's one. He's one uh, middle name away from being Lex Luthor. This Enjoy. is my panther. This is my panther cupcake. <laughs> yeah, see, this is a cupcake. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god, man! Yo, shout out to BC, man. Um, everybody tune in and go watch uh, Apathetic Epidemic on Amazon Prime right now and um, go and follow and watch Hedy Murphy 69 on Twitch and also shout out to my lawyer Jerry Ingram I am free because of you sir <laughs> always a good shout out uh, oh, so I have David 
coming up yeah. on Wayward Planet as well as Lex. Both you guys. Your episode's oh, yeah. coming up, Lex, and David was awesome. I think I'm going to put you guys in the same week um, on the show. So we had a good conversation about the movie and making it. It was fun. All I'm, right. still, I'm looking forward to that. I will be sure to be sharing it on all the social media pages that I have access to, which is all two of them. <laughs> Mine and Commonology 101 on Facebook. You can follow us there if you want. It, not too much happens on it because, well, I like to share funny stuff and there's not a lot of funny stuff happening right now. Way to sell it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's my job. <laughs> all right, let's get the fuck out of here, guys. All right, thanks for having me, guys. It was awesome. Thank you very much, BC, and as always, I want you to have a good day, night, morning, end of the world, astronomical catastrophe, whenever the fuck you stop listening to this, I want you to have a good one of those, and Lex, as always, what are we going to tell everyone to do? Read some fucking books, people. E-books. Regular books. Go to a library. They're like fucking ancient now. Like, they're like fucking goddamn ancient Egyptian fucking mummification, yeah, whatever. Mummification destination. Yeah, there's cobwebs. All over the place. Just go check out. I made a conscious effort to read. I knew I was going to have to wait in line, get my COVID test. And I brought books with me to read over my phone because I knew I'd sit there for an hour and I did not want to stare at my phone. Reading is good for your brain. You read comic books. Probably enjoyed it. You probably enjoyed it. Still books. Still words on paper, bitch. (laughs) Don't put me down. Take your judgy judge a lot to the other side of the parking lot. It was great for his brain until they poked it. Oh, up until the thing. (laughs) Until they tickled his cerebellum. Which is, as we all know, an illegal poor move. Everyone, you have a good night. Later. Bye.